We we live yet? We live? That's the worst intro ever. That's killer already. Yeah, before the show started, it was like you know, wings. You got the intro ready? You got it? Yeah, yeah. I'll point at you so you know when to start. And that's what he had going on. Mm-hmm. Hey, so you got to keep the shit moving. And the best part, I'll point at you. Are you watching me? No, I'm not. All right, <laughs> uh, what do you guys want to start with? You want to start with this Titanic two? You want to start with the stupid woman getting mauled by the lion? You want to start with North Korea? Let's, let's start with the Titanic two um, because because I think that's interesting. And I've been calling for this since the Titanic movie came out. I was like, I hope somebody is on top of this because I'm going to tell you right now, if they made a Titanic two, and First of all, I, I haven't looked into this too much, but I'm assuming they're going to make the same voyage, right? I have no clue. I'm looking at the pictures right now. They're almost building it identically. What the hell it's, is Titanic 2? They're rebuilding oh. the Titanic. Is this oh, wait. a sequel to the to, to it's not no, a no, movie. it's a boat. Because like the fucking boat sank. Oh, okay. I thought they were making another movie. I'm I was no, like, no, yeah. Coming to a theater near you. Titanic 2. That's right. The ship's back and angry. <laughs> right. It's ha- the Titanic 2, the haunting. And there's just like a they, bunch of ghosts you, you underwater. You guys are making fun of this, but they didn't Don't make worry. The Leonardo DiCaprio still dead <laughs> the titanic had like jet like jet propellers and stuff okay if you guys are actually talking about the boat recreation i know something yeah. about that my parents bought a ticket for the first ride sweet all right that, that's that's awesome see that's why we bring you on onto things like this <laughs> because you know people people talk about me making a lot of money or like Woody no, making no, no. a lot of money when mr i try hard steps on board you know me and Woody be like yeah yeah that microphone that we got that's really cool mr try hard's like yeah, actually, I own that company. You know, the the microphone company. Yeah, I made that just for you guys. You like that? Hey, hey, do me a favor, Woody. Tap it twice, and it's gonna say your name. I had that programmed. In. Woody. Wow. <laughs> no, it's not like that. It it wasn't that expensive. It was just one of those like get there first kind of deals. But shit. Bullshit. Whatever. we both know that they didn't just say, "Hey, who wants a ticket? Anybody?" Can they I interrupt really- you, Kyle? Please. So before Mr. I Try Hard agreed to be a guest, he said, that's fine, just don't talk about my private life. I was like, dude, no problem. <laughs> dude. No, 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 but it's okay. Hey. It's okay because I brought this up. It's fine. <laughs> I didn't agree to any of that. I didn't agree to <laughs> I was 30 minutes late to this thing. I'm just saying. You were an hour late. I have 40 minutes tops. <laughs> Uh, so so they're actually yeah, like they're going to build up. another one. This is just and... on this, this. This is on the news article. Palmer, a mining tycoon, estimated worth of five point two billion dollars, according to BRW magazine, wouldn't announce ticket prices, but said prospective passengers are offering up to one million dollars to get on board. No, that's bullshit. That's no. Oh, please don't say that. That's bullshit. No, it, it might be that true, expensive. but in the same way that it's true that like some first iPhone customers are paying six thousand dollars for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I paid I paid retail for mine. I think they're recreating the exact same voyage, aren't they? Or some or something like that? But what like what's the big deal? Isn't the Titanic just absolutely trounced by modern cruise yeah. liners? So the, it's the, just like the historic thing. It, it must be. So I I my most of my cruises, all of my cruises I think, are on Disney ships. And Disney has two classes, little ones and big ones. We prefer the little one. The little one is bigger than the Titanic. Right. Okay. And I've I've done the big one too. And and the the big ships now, like the what is it like? The allure of the seas is the one that I'm Isle looking of on the this. Isle seas, maybe. Allure. Uh, Isle. Maybe it is the Isle. Maybe you have it right. I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe they're all similarly named. But those really big ones, 
are like four Titanics or something ridiculous like that. But here's the thing, Woody. If you had a choice to float on like Island of the Seas or a replica of the Titanic, which one would you rather go on? The one that's less crowded. If you could bring your wife, Woody, if you could bring your wife, have her on the tip of that boat and have her do the whole angel thing pose mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, that, like, like, that would be a Here's my thing. I bet they've learned a lot about making good cruise ships since the Titanic. When was that? Like 1912, 1940, something like 1912. that? 1912. 1912? Really? Did I get that right? Yes. Whoa. Holy smokes. So anyway, um, like for example, at the front of the Disney ship, there is a pool and it's only for the crew and no one's ever there because the crew works like 24 by 7. It turns out the front of the ship, that place where he did the I'm King of the World thing, is a freaking lousy place to be. It's windy. It's super noisy. It's, like, wet. It's it's a really uncomfortable place to hang out. So they make it, like, crew only on a lot of the modern ships. <laughs> if you want a similar effect, you do it on, like, the ninth floor. Hmm. Yeah, you go up to the Lido deck and just stand and look over. Yeah, yeah way up top there. So You just ruined, like, all the little girls' dreams at this point. But <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I hear Titanic 2 and I think like, oh, that's awesome. Like a new Model T. Is that the car you want? <laughs> Maybe they're all going to dress up in like the 1912 type of clothing and reenact the whole, I don't know. Just make, just the, like what about movie. the sinking? Are they going to reenact that? What if that's the surprise? Oh, by the way, guys. <laughs> We're doing it for real. <laughs> little tugboats over there, they're pulling the iceberg right in front of us. I can just imagine the whole unsinkable, not enough safety raft joke's going to be. You're, like, you're like, son of a bitch, I wondered why James Cameron were over there with that camera. <laughs> uh, Reality TV going I'd want to be on the ship with stabilizers. I'd say that. I want to be on that. Yeah, that's a big deal, actually. Stabilizers are huge. Mm-hmm, if people don't know, stabilizers stop it from rocking so much so you don't get seasick. Boat talk. By the way, I'm curious, Woody, you've been on cruises before, right? So how did you sleep? Because some people either sleep like babies and it's like the best sleep uh, sleep they've ever had or they just can't sleep and they get nauseous all the time. It's not the motion of the ocean that that gives me any kind of sleep trouble. It's the fact that four people are crammed into a tiny little room. It's small, yeah, it It, is. Yeah, ship stateroom. We don't stay in like the the biggest i understand though that the better staterooms aren't actually much bigger i I haven't seen them but um anyway the very good ones are of course huge but that's not what i'm talking about with colin in there with hope in there with jackie in there with me in there it seems like there's always somebody who like you know has to go to the bathroom or wakes up or has some kind of issue or complaint and that's why i don't sleep that well See, I slept very well in there because when I went, I was uh, I was like 14 or 15 years old, and I slept in the same room my uh, parents had, and I was rocking sideways with the boat, whereas my parents were rocking head to toe, I guess, and it was like they had nausea the whole week while I just slept like a bear. It was awesome. I loved it. Yeah, I slept like a bear makes a lot of sense. I hadn't even thought about that because babies suck at sleeping. <laughs> yeah, no, they wake up all the time and want milk and shit. Yeah, why do, sleep like a baby is a horrible thing. That's yeah. true. That, yeah, yeah, that's bringing knowledge. Whoever came up with that saying's never had a baby. Exactly, but sleep like a bear—they're awesome at sleeping. <laughs> You know what I was thinking? Goddamn Canadians are geniuses with this regard. (laughs) (laughs) They've got more experience with bears than we do. Yeah. Do they they sleep like a polar bear, to be specific? Exactly. I don't (laughs) think they have polar bears, though. (laughs) 
I got one in my backyard. <laughs> were you saying something, Kyle? Yeah, I was thinking. I was talking the other day, and we were talking about um, the Grizzly Man guy, the guy who got eaten by the bears. And I, we've talked about it on the podcast David before. Treadmore. Yeah, and, and I was I was saying basically like we were talking about this. My friend was like, you know, if a bear ate my friend or my brother or whatever, he's like, I'd go up there and kill that bear. I'm like, kill it. I was like, you think the bear's gonna understand that? Why it's getting killed? I was like, if you really want to fuck with that bear, you radio tag it. You wait till the middle of winter. And you wake the fucker up and run away. <laughs> and you do that every year. Every year you wake that fucker up in the With middle With a cattle of prod. You point at him and you say, I will never forget. And you just run. You just run. <laughs> that bear will never be the same. You think animals can feel like remorse? And no. And, no see, it, I it's think not some can. Now I take that back. I've seen dogs like genuine, uh, genuinely like regret what they just did. You know, be like, oh shit, did I make you mad? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say dogs seem to feel remorse. I, I pissed in the floor. I'm so sorry. I had to go. Yeah. I didn't know you wanted the trash in the can. I would have left it. I thought I'd spread it out. That way we could pick out the good pieces. <laughs> My dog will mope, though. If I ignore it too long and I try to go and pet it, she'll, like, give me the cold shoulder. That no, you happen. beat the shit out of it then. What that's that's keep your animal line. Yeah, it is. She, yeah. no. Then you hit the old collar, and she gets back to normal. She's she's bigger than me. I I, I can't fuck with that dog. What, what kind of dog, dog you do you have? It's a King Corso. She weighs like she's not bigger than me. I'm, I'm here. We go. She weighs like 120 pounds. She's a now, big girl. Uh, is it possible for you to bring this dog out right now? Yeah. Uh, you'd have to give me a few minutes, but yeah. It's at some point that if you literally have a gigantic dog, I think I'd like to see it. We could right, have yeah. like a gigantic dog off. No, like okay, so Woody, I've seen your dog. Your dog is taller. But mm-hmm. mine is beefier. Like mine is just muscle. It's kind of. It's about. It comes to my hip, but uh, she's she's all muscle. Yeah, I got I, a, I, I got a I, ninety pound red nose pit. Oh, that's nice. Wait, I have one. you do? Yeah. How long have you had her? Had her about four months. Oh, okay. Because when I when I was there, which was a year ago, uh, you had. I bought her to go walking with. Is there a nice way to say sissy dog? <laughs> First, uh, well, not if you use the word sissy, I don't think. <laughs> you have to subtract sissy. Well, I, I, I think sissy when dog. he got the dog, it came with Paris Hilton's little dog carrier. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get a dog. Like people who own dogs that are smaller than cats or fit in purses, I, I, I just, I can't get it. Might as well get a cat or a hamster or something. I don't know. Well, it's because you don't want a ninety-pound red-nosed pit laying in bed with you, but you might take a five-pound peekaboo. That will cuddle up next to you. I, 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 dude, we've had two Great Danes and a yellow lab in bed with us. It's not fun. It's like, it's not like a lot having of leg a person. room, no. It's like, Dogs? It's, it's awesome at first. It's like, oh, there's so much love in here. Isn't this great? And then five minutes in, oh, just hot, heat, no room. You don't want your knees bent anymore. Yeah. Oh, the covers, whatever position they're in is the position in which they stay. That's a, <laughs> You get what you get. You don't pitch a fit. <laughs> You should never have your dog happen anyway. Just put the little dog off the bed and be like, what the hell's up? <laughs> yeah, with a little dog, you can, like, grab the sheet and kind of, like, do one of those things like you're getting the dust off of, and the dog will just go flying. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was picturing. Pull, that, pull the old magic carpet trick on them. They don't know what the fuck happened. They don't blame you. They're just like, shit, that bed is scary. Kyle, does your dog like you yet? No. To Kyle's dog. I wonder why. No, dude. It, it, so I, I went and I saw Kyle and I saw his dog. Uh, Kyle bought the dog, and the dog does not like Kyle. 
if it was up to Kyle's roommate, the dog would be fixed by now. It's Kyle, like, protecting this dog's testicles. He's saying, look, I wouldn't like it happening to me. It's not happening to my dog. And the dog has no gratitude whatsoever. None. None. I am literally only thing standing between this dog and castration. And to say the dog doesn't like me is a massive understatement. The dog literally runs past me growling. When right. it has to be the same. Kyle, Kyle, here's what you do. You you you, you reenact the scene, right? So you grab the dog, uh, the dog, have this like fake vet there, and have like the dog uh, have the vet tie the dog down, force it there, have the scalpel ready, and then you come in save the day. And now the dog will feel eternal gratitude. The dog you. would think I was gonna hurt the vet and attack me. <laughs> Don't worry, doctor. I got your back. I was about to call some advice, but it's the kind of advice that makes me lose subscribers. So I'm gonna avoid it. Yeah. Burn the dog? No, 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 no. We're not burning the dog. I'll give you the yeah. advice later. Yeah. That's I don't know what the deal is. I've never um I've never like hit the dog. I, I maybe hit it mm. once and Dude. I didn't like kick it or beat it or anything. I just like slapped it on the ass. Like, when I like, was there, Kyle would try to like love up on the dog, you know, like pull it on his lap when he's watching TV or something. I did the same thing and the dog like curled up next to me in this little lovely ball. Kyle does it and the dog just attack mode. He's, and he doesn't usually bite, but his I, is, I see your message. I've done yeah. that. <laughs> You've done that? Yeah, I've done that. I had to That's do it. That's true. Got, That's so the true. dog got so what happened was the dog got sick once and he wasn't allowed to have anything to eat for three days. And and that that was the vet's orders. Like you can't feed him for three days, no matter what, to to like fix this stomach thing he has going on. And then at the end of it, he could only eat like rice and and boiled chicken. So I, here I I'm, I literally hand this dog a bowl of like. I made him rice and chicken. I don't even cook for myself. I cook this dog dinner, and he's like, <laughs> and he looks at me like I'm insane. Will not come to me with the food. I have to leave the bowl there, and he like watches me leave the room, and then he walks over to the food. And he's like, "Man, I'm hungry, but I don't know about this." He might just see you as competition. You gotta assault, like, assert yourself as as the male dog. Maybe, so maybe she had a couple more days to his sentence. <laughs> so just be, be him mercilessly. Is the is the Canadian way? I don't know what to do with him. I'm, I'm well, tired of this point. Segue, let's segue with the beating to the prisoner left in the hole for two years. What what was what? I saw the picture of him or something? It, it's a U.S. prison, right? Yeah, it's Arizona prison. So tell us more. Well, apparently he was driving. He, he went out for a drive across country. He got stopped with a DWI, and he basically, I guess, he showed out. So he got put in the hole and put on suicide watch. After the first month of suicide watch, they put they they, they just put him in the hole, and they left him there for like six months. Did they forget about him or something? No, they didn't forget about him. They kept feeding him and watering him, but they just didn't take him out of the hole. I guess that apparently there's like this rule that if you're if you're like if you're suicidal or some kind of mental disability, you're not allowed in the general population, so you have to stay in solitary confinement. And they left him there for too long. But you missed the second half of the story. He sued. And he yeah, won he sued, $15.5 yeah. million. Dollars. Good for him. So wait, how long of a jail time did he do for $15 million? Two years. Two years solitary now. He, yeah, he actually snapped twice. Yeah. Uh, like he, he broke. 
You know, I'm not afraid of solitary confinement. That's pretty much how I live my life anyway. Yeah, dude, if I could have a web browser, then I'd be fucking awesome at solitary. <laughs> yeah. you know, two you years of Reddit? Connection. That describes oh, no, my last two years. Oh, it's no big deal. <laughs> give me an iPad, bro. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> with an iPad, I'd be uploading videos. Like, you think and- I want to be in general population with those assholes? <laughs> no way. All I'm I did was mess up on my taxes a little bit. Give me that iPad, put me in the hole. It'd be like a <laughs> two-year live stream from a hole. Be awesome. <laughs> I Day <wonder>. 417. <laughs> How would a day in the life of Woody Livestream go? Like, if I just woke up and livestreamed in my boxers all day long, like, all right, here's me making a video. Ah, it's 3.30 p.m. I'm going to start brushing my teeth and taking a shower. (laughs) (laughs) You'd have to start with your phone when you wake up in bed. And, and just, just do a nonstop live stream. You know, here's me eating. Here's Jackie fussing at me for doing something wrong. Here's, like, th- this is my day. No, you need to, like, embellish it, make it greater. Like, you wake up and grow wings and, like, fly to the corner store. Because, I don't know, make something epic. Fight some ninjas sometime during yeah, the day. Yeah, exactly. Fight save from save the world twice before noon. <laughs> uh, Shit. Do you even wake up before noon, Woody? Yes. Yeah, okay. I wake up every day and take Hope to school. Hmm. And, and right back to bed, right? Sometimes I go back to bed. We weren't going to talk about the go back to bed part. That, that That's between you and me. What is it about people on the internet, especially YouTubers, who can never go to bed before like 3 a.m.? Like, what is it about us that makes us uh, Because do that? the hours of 8 to noon mean nothing. Mm-hmm. I was explaining this to someone last night. What am I going to do between 8 a.m. and and noon? That's going to be world is operating. How does that point even make sense when, I mean, what are you going to do between midnight and 4 a.m.? Like, what's going to happen there? You pump yeah, your social media up for the Eurofags. <laughs> Wait, you do what for the Eurofags? <laughs> you pump your social media up. You get on there, you know, you maybe a few tweets here, maybe a Facebook post, post a, post a funny picture of a cat, you know, get that shit going, get those likes it's, going no, up. No, you can't do It's like 9 a.m. in Europe over there. There's nothing going on by well, your standards. Pakistanis then. I got a lot of Pakistani fans. <laughs> Whatever, you know. Right. My Australian subs need love. There's a lot of Thailand people. <laughs> There's a lot of Thai people who are really, you know, they, they're like, oh, man, it's 5 p.m. What are Kyle's up to? Gotta let them know. I so I'm staying so up to 4 a.m. hungry. The, the, the mere mention of Thai has me salivating. Uh, I, just, I, I had a really nice dinner. It was Why delicious. would you do that to your stomach? I've never I, had Thai food, but I've heard it's awful. No, it's very good. It's like Thai food. Yeah, it's like spicy Chinese. And I don't try oh, every okay. different food. From where. I went to Japan, and some of the food I ate there was dreadful scary. But Thai food's badass. I'm a big fan. See, I can't do spices. I'm getting old. I'm a sissy. I just, I get heartburn. I'm like, Ugh. I've never had heartburn. I don't even know what heartburn well, then screw is. Screw you, Woody. It's yeah. awful. It's the worst yeah. thing. Worse than childbirth, I think. I've, oh yeah, I've it's like a this. heart attack. It's terrible. Yeah, it is. Oh. You think you lay there thinking like, am I having a heart attack right now? This is awful. Heartburn isn't that bad. I don't know how you Americans do it. Okay, you guys always eat the spiciest stuff. Like, I'll go to, like, a U.S. restaurant and, and have, like, the mild chicken wings and want to, like, stab myself in the face. It's terrible. It's, it, like, basically, by the time you're 25, you don't taste any, any, anything anymore. It's just, it just dude, all tastes dude. like hot shit. Dude, your vagina's showing. 
I, I worked with this guy who was from India. And um, so he's from India. He spends his whole life there. He's Indian, etc. He's going to America for, uh, like, I guess the second half of his life. He's like 30 or something. And he tries the airplane food, and he nearly cried. He thought that that was going to be his culinary experience for the rest of his life. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. And how badass is this? I merely, like... Thought waves of me and my hunger come out, and my daughter brings me milk and cookies. Either that, or she heard you say I'm hungry, and she went and got you cookies. I, dude, it's, <laughs> like every show, they bring me something. It's awesome. You it is it. awesome. I have a little bit of an issue in that, like last time they got me something, and apparently my chewing, like this mic picks up everything in the room. I'm trying to figure out how to eat this without being disgusting. Let's see. Well, take a bite. There's only one way to find out. <laughs> I don't know if you'll get it in the same way that the oh, recording sure. will. God, I want to eat this so bad. Hey, uh, do we have a topic or do, you need, do we need one? Um, we were about to, what was the next topic? Wings had topics, and was I thought I've got, I mean, I got topics too. Wings has been killing it. I mean, there's um... North Korea is the one staring at me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, North Korea. Yeah, those oh, guys are assholes. Those, those guys are bastards. such assholes. The problem is. It's my temptation, and I think most Americans have the same temptation, to completely write off any kind of North Korean threat, right? Like, oh my gosh, I see these political cartoons where, like, there's this giant American soldier with a steel-toed boot and this uh, two-inch tall North Korean throw a missile at the toe and it bounce off and then say, ha ha, I got you, right? That is the, I don't know if that works visually, but... The idea that they pose no threat to us whatsoever is what they're going with. The truth is, North Korea is a problem. Like, I'll admit their people are hungry. Have you seen the aerial photos, the, like, satellite photos? Electricity is sparse in that country, right? Not to say that the homes are... Like, it's such a problem that their country is barely lit at night, right? Whereas if you look at any populated area of the U.S., things lit up all over the place. They're short on food. They can't beat us in a war. They're short on electricity. Their military is 50 years behind us. But they really do have a nuke. And occasionally, those long-range missiles go places. If they say they are going to like begin aggression against us... And by the way, I begin... I hate to be like anti-American in this, but we're, we've been sanctioning them forever. Apparently, we've ramped up our sanctions and made them even worse, which is a big part of the reason they're... In response to the sanctions. In in response to their threats, we were like, oh, yeah? Guess what? More sanctions. (laughs) Is that... I didn't know why we gave them sanctions again. Their nuclear program. They just kept going. We're like, you know what? We're just going to cut you off. Yeah. So, anyway, we... They're doing nukes. We rank up the sanctions. They're like, all right, that's it. We're going to war with the U.S. And as a U.S. citizen, I want to act like I've just been threatened by an infant, you know, just kind of laugh at this thing. <laughs> like, what are you going to do, infant? I can drown you in a freaking gallon of milk. Like, you offer no threat to me whatsoever. Visualizing that. Anyway. <laughs> but the truth is, they have nukes. And, you know, th- there's a couple things they could do, right? What if they were to just freaking put a nuke under the hood of a Toyota, put it in a container ship, and get it here? And then say, dude... I've got a nuke on the West Coast somewhere. Let's negotiate. Or what if they were to get one of these, like, 1 in 10 missiles that actually can hurt us and hit us with a nuclear strike? Like, 
to just laugh them off as if they are no threat whatsoever, which is my temptation, is actually off target because these guys... I think, I think you're way off target even without the nukes. I mean, look at Japan in World War II. They put pretty much put paper planes up and was it was a, a major air force power yeah, against our air force. That, that's that's a whole different scenario. Think, day and night, World War Two in, in modern. It's 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 a completely but different story. Whole didn't they different. have only like one ally, which was I think China, and haven't they? I mean, even... China hates them. Yeah, China's exactly. Like, no, 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 please stop. <laughs> yeah, they were like well, China doesn't hate changes. them. China's like, come on, dude, quit, quit, quit. China's like the guy that has all the muscles. And, and North Korea is like the little short five, five foot guy with no muscles, ready to fight. Yeah, China's like the big brother of a midget who's like, dude, why do you keep dragging me into this shit? <laughs> what is this? I see China like this. We don't All I've got to, to say war, is, though. don't forget yeah. that we lost to Vietnam. We lost to the Vietnamese, and they they were outgunned. You can't beat willpower. Well, we didn't lose to the Vietnamese, dude. We it, it was just the war just wasn't fought correctly. We won all the battles. We just lost the war. We didn't lose any battles. Every time we fought the Vietnamese, we won. We just didn't bomb the North. If we'd bombed the North, we'd have killed them all. Yeah. It's really the first time that the government wasn't able to control the message of how the war is going. Because yeah, every man, night you... citizens could see dead bodies. Look, on, on... the thing about war is, it's war. It's war. It's not. So it's not a. It's not politically correct in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Media should be nowhere near war. I'm sorry, but if you're going to fight a war effectively, that means bad shit is going to happen. That isn't by the book and is horrible because it's a fucking war. You don't think there were horrible atrocities committed in France in World War II? You don't think we gutted and tortured a few Nazis along the way? You don't think that a few American soldiers urinated on some Nazis every day? They, 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 they probably they probably had like a Nazi they kept in the back of the line just so everybody could pee on him every day. <laughs> hey, hey everybody, how's everybody doing this morning? Pretty bad, boss. Morale's down. Well, let's go piss on Franz over there. That'll cheer everyone up. It always does. <laughs> That's what we did. Now everything. I saw a picture the other day, and it's like an American soldier, and three American soldiers are dead at his feet. You know, they're all in their fatigues. This guy's got his rifle, and he's. It's obvious that some something bad just has happened. There's blood everywhere. He's covered in blood. And there's a fucking Iraqi guy there with a camera in his face, and and I I thought it was interesting that the the American was pointing at the Iraqi with his finger rather than his M16 because I'd have just shot him. I, you know, if my buddies are laying there dead and you're filming it while I'm trying to do my job and trying to defend their dead bodies, I'm gonna go ahead and shoot you. I don't. That's what's gonna happen. And then you also have to shoot the guy who's holding the camera, taking a picture of the guy who was holding the camera. <laughs> you have to keep that in mind. There is a picture of a guy holding a camera. So there are two cameramen. They both have to go. <laughs> um, Crowd oh, train of thought. I, 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 I still. Oh, oh. I mean, if, if you have a people that are brainwashed as much as the North Koreans, mm -hmm. they're so loyal and servant to this guy that they're willing to go to war with him. That's tough to beat. I mean, it's just it's it's like I always said we can't beat a, we can't beat the Iraqis because the Iraqis can't be beat. If you pull a tank into front of Dongola Highway and you start raping my mother and killing my brother, I'm going to fight you to the death. So listen, every other man in this I, world. I, I, I want to interrupt with you here. I think that we did win the Iraq War. It was harder than we thought it would be because, just like you said, they had a lot of you know, resistance in there. I've been saying if we stayed occupying Iraq. You'd have American soldiers die every year 
Of course. Look, if we wanted more Iraqis than Americans to die, we could have made that happen. They did. I don't think that... Of course, yeah, and we did make that happen. Well, um, times. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. More... 50, about 50 times, I think. Um, and if the U.S. didn't win, then who did? Did Saddam Hussein win? Because when I... like the guy they hung on TV? Yeah, the, like, according to my scoreboard, Saddam Hussein lost that war. You know, so that that's how I see that. Um, if we wanted to beat Iraq, you know, even more aggressively, we could have, right? You know, we could have turned the place... We didn't use any nukes. We didn't bomb major cities. Like, if we had done to them what we did in World War II, you know, which is like, well, look, every citizen of Japan is an enemy. Therefore, you know, like, every citizen of Japan is part of their war machine. Therefore, they're all open targets, I suppose. Then, um, you know, if we use that philosophy in war, I think we can beat a lot of countries. And also so, remember that what we see of North Korea and the people and the resolve that they supposedly have is all what the government there wants to get I, out. Oh, by the way, I'm totally skeptical of leaders who are crazy, right? Like um, Osama bin Laden, who's dead now, was a really smart freedom fighter, you know, on the U.S.'s side, helping us take out, you know, the Russians. Then he became this batshit insane, horrible person who, I guess horrible either way, but um, he became crazy and a madman and uncontrollable, whereas before he seemed completely fine. Saddam Hussein was an ally of the U.S. before he evaded Kuwait. And then even after Kuwait, he was a jackass, but he was our jackass. He was under our thumb doing the things that we told him to do. Um, then we started a war anyway. I feel like these leaders that we're being told are completely irrational and they behave without logic. You know, if I heard the other side, maybe there would be some logic to it. Like, I wonder if this exists in North Korea as well. I wonder if they said, look, this guy feels like the whole world would treat his country with more respect and give them a better shake if he has if he was a military power so they're kind of just doing that like diving catch hoping that they can get a you know a suitable nuclear threat and then the US will you know, open up with better trade strategies and stuff like come that come on though we all know that's not how it works <clears throat> no how does it work do, do you think we're, do you th- do you, do you think that's going to happen mm. North Korea is going to have a hard go of it, but I think that other like Pakistan, for example, when Pakistan did things a bit differently, Pakistan gave us the middle finger while Osama bin Laden was on the run, right? Pakistan was not letting us go to their country, do the things we wanted to do, and Pakistan has nukes. That's true. All those things are true, but Pakistan, in in, in general, is just a lot less nutty. You know, they may be assholes. Well, wait, weren't can... they the people that built the fake jet fighter? The fake stealth jet fighter? Was that them? Somebody did that? Yeah, oh, yeah. Epic. Oh, yeah. It was like a, it was, uh, it was like the supposedly the, you know, a, an enemy of the Western powers entered stealth jet fighter technology, but then people were like, wait a minute. Those, po- like, if that, if an actual jet engine was trying to run with those air intakes, it wouldn't be able to breathe. The cockpit is way too small for a human being to actually. <laughs> They should they should have been like who said humans were flying them. <laughs> <laughs> that thing's got the quantum ray. Just walked away. Just walked away. Just been like, who said it's a jet? Who said we're flying them with humans? Fuck off, US. Pakistan did things a little different. But you're saying Pakistan's not batshit insane, right? But I my whole thesis revolved around the fact that it seems like every time we have an enemy 
whether it be the leaders in Afghanistan, the leaders in Iraq, the leaders way back to Vietnam, the the people in Serbia, Serbia, Serbia. Sorry, I messed that up. Um, and now the people in North Korea. Whoever our enemy is, is batshit insane and completely illogical and impossible to negotiate with. It's just what we're told, and it makes me skeptical. Well, they're they're told the exact same thing, right? They're told that you guys are batshit insane. It's it's one of those things where even in like like just pro sports, like they hate the other team, the other team hates them. It's just it's 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 how you fight. It's just the way it is. You're never gonna fix that every time. There's gonna be a problem between two countries, two parties, two whatever. Yeah, one person thinks the other's crazy, and it's just. Never. Can I? I, I will never. say this though. If I'll be right back. Let's just say that you made me the grand ruler of, let's just say, I don't know, Poland. A Poland-sized country. And I had Poland's military at my grasp. And something came up where maybe the U.S. was rubbing me the wrong way. I think I've got to be batshit crazy to start threatening threatening them. I, I, I I think sometimes people don't know the numbers about the American military machine and the potential that it has and the speed at which it can attack and not just I'm not talking about yo we can fly a plane over there in 12 hours and lay this amount of ordnance on you I'm talking about we can put 50,000 people on your shore next week I and think you I think it has a lot to do with the desperation of said countries I mean if you look at all the countries who have made threats towards the US they're usually in deep political problems. They're in need of a lot of things that maybe the U.S. can have. You know, like if you look at North Korea right now, you know, like what he said, they're out of power. You know, they need all these things that they could probably get if they had, like, you know, some fair trade agreements and stuff like that. So maybe desperation has a lot to do with why they're making all these crazy, you know, threats. I, I think there's know. something to that. I could, I could get behind that idea. Co-sign I, it, if you will. I, I could go along with the idea that maybe the media paints some of these guys as Looney Tunes, you know, for for their own purposes. But some of these guys, Kim Jong Il, there is no way you can defend Kim Jong Il as being anything but a goofball, like legitimately, like do you mean Kim so. Jong Un or because well, I mean, I mean Kim, Kim Jong Il was crazy too, but yeah, yeah. Now I, I realize that that now we've got Kim Jong Il's son, whose name is remarkably similar. To <laughs> I love that about their culture. You know, I feel I feel like we traded like. What, what if that happened with us? What if... We, actually, it did, didn't it? Shit. <laughs> oh, are you talking about the bushes? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess the, I guess there's probably some country like wait a minute Bush is back again <laughs> like three times now. Jeb is you could do that. Jeb is lining himself up to run again. He's I don't know about Jeb. The, the Florida no dude he changes his position on immigration like four times in the last two years to whatever's more politically correct. I'm sorry, but my president is not going to be named Jeb. Okay, I'm sorry. Really? No. It's just what's your on. president's name currently? Barack, that's fine. It's Barack cultural. Hussein Obama, oh, and, Hussein. and that doesn't bother you one bit. <laughs> I was gonna say I, when you said the Jeb thing, that I was take Jebediah any day, my friend. <laughs> is it Jebediah? It's just Jeb. He's like, hi, I'm Jeb. Hey, how's it going? No, you're not that's my president. I'm sorry. That's a pretty good impression. I like. He's that. a man of the people. It's fine. <laughs> Do you think Chris Christie can win? So, so now you're holding Jeb against him, which I think is lunacy, right? I, I think that I didn't hold Barack Hussein Obama's name against Barack Hussein Obama. I won't hold Jeb against Jeb. But are people going to hold being fat against Chris Christie? I don't think so. I think that guy like has an energy. When he walks in the room, His first of all, his suits fit well. So he's big. 
but he doesn't, for some reason, like, look fat. You know what? That's a critical thing, by the way. Like... If you're sh- if you're not testing the tensile strength of the buttons on your button-down shirt, <laughs> yes, yes. Then, then you're doing it right. You know, you know like who he reminds uh, me of. You remember the old Spider-Man cartoon, and there was this, this the the villain was um, the Kingpin. Mm-hmm. Yes, he reminds me of the fucking Kingpin. He's a big fat fucker, but you you just know he beat the shit out of you. No, but and- shouldn't your president represent? Like, be the image of... Oh, no. Know. Chris Christie should win, probably. <laughs> okay, I, say. I knew the America stuff was coming. I have no idea what he looks like. I, I, I don't follow your politics. I'm Canadian. So, but, like, shouldn't your president represent, I don't know, a stand-up, well-built man or woman, you know, you know, at it, the top of his... I don't need that. I don't First need off, that. we should never have a woman president. Just no. imagine having a woman president. No, no, whoa. Listen, listen, listen. Just imagine a woman president with some of these Middle Eastern countries. They spit on the desk and walk out. I'm told Hillary Clinton was effective in her Secretary of State position. Ed, there you go. I was about to say. She's like 75% dude as it is, though. That's true. That chick's got a dick. She was pretty much president already, too. She was running Bill for however long. Yeah, I've heard a couple of times that that was a marriage of convenience from people who acted like they maybe knew something. I've heard people say that she was a lesbian and be serious about it. Like, no, for real. Like, I don't know if it was always a marriage of convenience. I suspect they got married out of a passion and love. But I think they stayed married just to avoid all the fallout. Oh, that's definitely true. But I don't... I, I, like I said, I've heard people say that she's a lesbian and that the whole thing is a sham. I think marriage takes the love... I mean, uh, presidency takes the love out of any marriage. Just because of everything and all the pressure and all the... Just, you can't be out in public. It's just... You know what also everything. hurts? When the president gets caught getting a blowjob in the Oval Office by, a, by an intern. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? They all talk about him having oral sex, right? It's all, you know, oh yeah, he got a blowjob in the Oval Office. Dude, there was more than just that blow. First of all, it wasn't one blowy. There, there were like there was cigar insertion and you know smoking cigar. on on that stuff going on there. Oh, the, the, the kid star gets to the bottom of shit. <laughs> he wants to know where the cigars went and when they went there. Exactly, and he smoked them afterwards. <laughs> Dude, kid star. Oh my god, that witch hunt. But um, so so there was cigar insertion and smoking. There was blowjobs. There was uh, you know semen on her blue dress. Like, don't tell me that they never had sex. There's no way that they just made a regular practice out of all kinds of sexual activity without sex. Right, but does the scandal change if it's just a blowjob versus full-on sex? That that was a big controversy at the time. So a lot of you guys were were maybe young when this happened. But um, at the time, he was... Quoted as saying, like, I never had sexual relations with her. And then there was this big thing, like, oral sex isn't sex. And then you sit there and you translate that to, are lesbians still virgins? Like, what is sex exactly? Um, You know, is anal sex sex? Is Is that when Clinton asked what is, what the meaning of the word is is? Is that, was that the... Yeah, yeah. If I remember right, I don't know. Yeah, he asked what the... Because... he was finding ways to answer, quote-unquote, honestly, but, like, you know, are you having sex with her? No. Meaning, 
Not, not right, not now. right now. Like, it, <laughs> at the, I'm actually doing a podcast right now. I'm not having sex with anybody. <laughs> and, uh, like, so th- that's where stuff like it depends what the meaning of is is came from. He would slice and dice into these interpretations that allowed him to sort of duck to the left or the right of the question. He's, a, you know, he's an attorney. So, uh, that that's where all that stuff came from, and uh, eventually he came clean, and you know the, the whole thing blew up. But Kenneth Starr, man, that started as an, a real estate deal investigation, and it just led to everything. I mean, it's funny. Um, Hillary Clinton said that there's a secret witch hunt going after the two of them, looking at everything they've ever done or do in an effort to make them look bad. And they're, they talk to her six months later, and they're like, do you regret calling it a secret witch hunt? And she's like, I guess so, because it's not a secret anymore. There are clearly enormous groups of people investigating every aspect of everything we've ever done or do looking for trouble. And all they came up with was that infidelity. Everything else just well, proved to be... Well, all the other ones. The Clinton... Well, there was I would a say guy this, that Clinton. killed himself, right? And then everybody thinks it was an assassination. There was a, it was a Clinton, like he was head of their, their thing. He was a prominent lawyer in Arkansas, and they brought him to Washington, and he shot himself, supposedly. And they, you know, now there's allegations of, oh, it was a conspiracy, it was a Secret Service murder, blah, blah, blah. I, I heard about this guy. Was his name Nichols or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's like he shot himself in like a state park, and the weird thing was like, oh, well, because it's a state park, the park rangers actually have precedence over the case not the fbi are all those guys like ufo believers as well or are you mixing up the nichols suicide with that senator's intern death thing in the state park no no i don't think so okay you know once you get into politics i don't see how you're just killing people left and right just keep your nose clean bro (laughs) (laughs) public eye stop fucking some people need killing that's all Stop fucking the fat interns. Stop assassinating your lawyer. Just, 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 just politic. Do your thing over there. I don't know why y'all hate no Monica Lewinsky. I thought she looked good back in the day. I don't know why she never came out with a porno. You know that thing would have done well. That, that oh, amazing. imagine right who does not want to see Monica Lewinsky lay down a presidential blowjob. I don't want to see that. I don't. Liar. Liar. I'm not lying. Don't want to see that. Don't I'd, 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 I'd watch it right now. What she's she's got to be like. Bill Clinton's what, accent is so 35 good. Thirty-five now. Bill Let's Clinton's see accent is so good to do. It's so easy to do. I'm sure they could find a porn star, a male porn star, who <laughs> didn't like him, could pull off the accent, throw him in an Oval Office setting. She's oh. blowing him. Hillary comes in. She doesn't realize it's going on. Monica's under the desk. Maybe Hillary starts stripping, catches Monica, little lesbian action. Bill's watching it. He starts tapping Monica from behind. You got yourself a fucking porno, my friend. A little cigar anal sex? No, none of that. No. no. He's like, please stop. This is how you know there's something wrong with the wings. Even Bill Clinton didn't put it in her ass. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking that too. I was like, why has it got to be your butt? You know? I guarantee you, if he had, Ken Starr would have told me. Wings is also like the lit end, too. <laughs> oh, God. Well, you, you just got to keep it in the cigar holder, you know, the little, the little plastic tube. Anal sex is mainstream anyways. It's whatever. Does it hurt? <laughs> Everybody got awkward after that one. Yeah. <laughs> We shall meet again. And he's over there. He's like, yeah. You guys want to talk? Do we need a new topic? 
<laughs> Did that kill it right there? Does yeah, it hurt? Nope. Um, all right, we can talk copyright strikes on YouTube because there's news around that, or rape victim. I don't, I, the YouTuber me wants to talk about the copyright strikes. All right. So there are two things going on with regards to that. One is um, there are copyright parasites. There's a company called... Hold on, I'll get to it. Um, shucks, I really want the name. Agora. Are the black screens? I don't know about the black screens. But the, there's a company called Agora, I think. And... Um, Fuck, I hope I didn't mess up their name. I'm just scanning this article. Anyway, they are claiming copyrights on videos they have no right to claim. If you dispute it, then it just goes away. But they're attacking Let's Plays in particular. They're, they're going after them and just saying, like, all right, you know, you, you uploaded this game. You're really just uploading my work. I want all the revenue from your upload. And if you dispute it, they have no claim to it. But... You know, by default, people just kind of accept it. Like, oh, I see. If I click accept, I'm in no trouble. If I click dispute, then I'm rolling the dice that I win this dispute. And these guys are copyright parasites that just claim these Let's Play videos again and again and again. That's a, that's a good business model. It's good. <laughs> how, do, how, like, how does YouTube not get on that pretty quickly Like once once they see them? Because like, they're probably copywriting like hundreds of videos a day, right? So why can't... I mean, how, how does a company like YouTube not get on that and, 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 and get rid of something like that? Yeah, I, I, know, I hear you, right? That The thing about YouTube is they strive to make everything automated. You know, whether it be their flag system, their strike system, their copyright system, everything is designed to work off algorithms, you know, predefined sets of rules instead of humans making judgment decisions. So something like this can last a long time if they just use their tool right. That's a hell of a business model. I like it. Harlem Shake. I, I forget who made the Harlem Shake, but I've got it here in this article. Mad Decent, I think. And... um Anyway, all those Harlem Shake videos across YouTube, including mine, that revenue is going to Mad Decent. They've, you know, in like a, they're getting 10 million views a day off their library of Harlem Shake videos. Really? Mm-hmm. 10 million I'm views. I wondered about that. I, I because I, I didn't realize that the Harlem Shake was like a, an actual thing. I don't know. I didn't do any research into it. I just saw everybody start making YouTube videos. I'm glad I didn't make one now. Fuck them. <laughs> wait, wait. So, in that same regard, could have the Gundam style guy claimed every Gundam style parody out there? He did. Oh, there oh yeah, did. yeah. So, um, Gundam style. I made a video about this, but I'll repeat myself. He almost famously didn't do that for a long time. There was like Gundam style London, Gundam style France, Gundam style right. swim team, whatever. You know, everyone was making their own Gundam style videos, and it helped them go so viral. Right, Gundam style became a bigger thing. Because people were just doing the dance in silly places, having fun, doing whatever. And then as it started to decline, you know, after they got their billion views, and I think we could agree Gotham Style is kind of not the thing anymore, right? It's got 1.4 billion now. Oh, dear. That's amazing. Justin Bieber must be pissed. Um, so I think, but it's not really the thing anymore. I don't think people are, it's past, right? Yeah. When that happened, they claimed everybody. They just claimed the hell out of it. I think. Captain Sparkle's video got taken down. It's it's gone. It had 50 million views. Wow. Captain Sparkle's video did? He has like four of those in that class. That's nuts. 
Yeah. But, um, yeah, one of them's gone. I should say he has three. <laughs> I, I don't mean to be laughing at him, Kenneth Sparkles. If you somehow catch this, your blockbuster videos are very good. But, um, uh, yeah, they took down one of his, like, premiere videos. It was this, like, 3D rendered amazing Gangnam Style thing. Yeah, and that's a shame because those grow. Yeah. You know, 50 million view video, it, it gets a million views a month. People don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, if I make a... For my channel, for example, if you care, if I make a regular video and it gets 100,000 views, that thing starts getting, like, 20 views a day a week later. If I make a big video and it gets a million views, that thing's getting 1,000 views a day, 2,000 views a day for the forever. Like, those blockbuster videos are way more... It's way better to have two, like... Uh, it's way better to have a half million view video than a pair of quarter millions. Absolutely, yeah. It, it's it's about search results. If you go on, go on to YouTube right now and start searching different things, you know, and, and you'll see that some people own those categories. You know, you start start searching for bacon or the word epic. I promise you, you're gonna start getting some epic mealtime videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, it's a shame in particular. Like, I bet he would rather give up 50 million views from, like, you know, 50, or I'll exaggerate, you say 150 smaller videos than from his blockbuster. Because, you know, those things have great long tails. But, um, yeah, anyway, back to Gotham style. They, like, let everybody pump it up and make it go so viral. And then as it started to decline, they claimed everybody's videos. And in some cases, took down videos. Yeah, smart. Sucks, but smart. I mean, where's 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 the whole the, the free sharing that the we can all do this for fun? I'm where, so like, mixed on it, right? Like I talked I about it, it in my video. Like in sometimes people upload whatever, like PKA variants. They do silly stuff, and um, I love it. Right? Go ahead, show me your fan videos. Do your thing. I uploaded one on Lefty. Maybe you saw it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I am, I'm here to help. So, <laughs> so um, uh, anyway, I, I when people do funny stuff or upload like a little you know clip that I that you know it, to them personifies what's cool about PKA, awesome. When people re-upload all of PKA to their channel, now you're just stealing my videos, like, you know, or yeah, our videos. Add something to it at least. Uh, yeah, I figure you know if if they've made a fan-made video and they've improved upon the original product or they've added to it in some way. That's all right, especially if they if they you know there's a little thing in the description. By the way, this came from this guy. You can you should go check him out. I don't claim anything here. Go check him out. But if they've just taken your content, uploaded it to their channel, and they're claiming it, they're literally lying. They had to click a button to claim that video and tell a lie. Yeah, it's not it's not your content. You, you <laughs> took it. Um, yeah, like my Harlem Shake video, for example, was put into a compilation of like the greatest Harlem shakes on the internet. And that thing got like 2 million views. And I'm like, that sucks, dude. I got like 200,000, <laughs> you know, but, but his reupload of mine and a couple others baked in, um, did, did great for him. And I feel like that's not fair. I, there's another one. Um, I think it's like humans are amazing. Are you guys familiar with these videos? Yes. yes. Yeah. No. Okay. So it's, it's humans are amazing. And usually they're showing like amazing snowboard footage, those water skiers who can do like double flips in the air and, BMXers, and you can imagine amazing human things. Guys who uh, do trampoline into um, basketball hoops or whatever. They take everybody else's clips, put some music on it, and make it their video. And I'm like, damn, because 
I know Devin Supertramp a little bit. And um, I, I keep mentioning him like we've been friends since third grade. That's not really true. We did a shoot together at the X Games, and I talk to him sometimes. Anyway, um, I know what it takes to make his videos. This guy's traveling all around the world every week for his weekly uploads. You know, he, he goes from, like, Hawaii to Alaska to England back to Hawaii in, like, four weeks. Not a tough life, right? It sounds horrible, right? But I... I I think if you lived it, you'd find it exhausting, you know, and anyway, um, and he's out there doing these shoots and it's, you think, oh, this is amazing because if you take a million people with a GoPro, one guy will get footage like that. But the actual reality is these, this is planned. You know, when you saw that guy make a basketball shot from the top of a skyscraper and it shoot, it happened in like four different angles. Do you have any idea what it took to make that shot happen? How many practices they did to the camera work, all that stuff? You know, when he's showing guys fly around on water jets or something like that, these aren't just like you and your buddies with a GoPro. This is a professional shoot. And then he just takes these pros, turns it into a big video, and it's even more successful than all the other ones put together. And I think, yeah, you know, if you stole my stuff, I'd be awfully tempted to copyright claim you. You know, it, it, it's not just some lame thing that happened. I don't know. I'm mixed on it. I, I got I, no problem with that one. I, that, that, that I'm mixed. Me. No? Uh-uh. Maybe that, that's... I might be with you on that one. I'm not sure, but... I, I almost feel like it's an award show. It's like, it's like <laughs> I almost feel I mean, if you and he gives no credit to the guys who shot the video. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. I'm saying that, not asking it. The the description acts like you know. I guess acts like he did it. I think he like he, he did all those things. <laughs> like there's different people in that video. Yeah, well, got, acts like he made it happen. That's wardrobe. That's wardrobe. <laughs> if it were a lyric video, it would be clear to me that's stolen. Right? You know, if you're just putting my song on a video with all the words I wrote, you stole my stuff. If it's a parody video, I think that's also clear that it's not stolen, but somehow they claim it anyway, and no one's dared to fight it. It's a case-by-case basis, though, I think. Every, like, if somebody grabs your stuff and, and just basically works it to make it, I don't know, funny or clever or something like that, or, I don't know, changes words. Well, I, I'm fine with that. Like, people can take my stuff and, and, and try to do that or make it funny or, or, I don't know, as long as they somehow make it obvious that it's not their work. But once you start trying to hide the fact that it's not your work, then I think that's where, I like, at least I draw the line. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think there's a point where you can... Ab- start abusing the protection of copyrights which i think some companies do i mean i would i would classify the gangnam style thing as an abuse of the protection of copyright because the the obvious intention of those parodies and all that stuff wasn't to mask who created what which i think was the original the original original intention of copyright protection was you know to 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 protect people from passing off others work as their own it was to just be like hey this is funny this is not the the actual work itself the song gognum style or whatever it is isn't really the thing that you're coming to see. You're coming to see everybody do their stupid you know, whatever. Rendition of the dance or um, uh, the what's the the Harlem Shake thing and you know their rendition, what crazy things can they do? They're not trying to be like I wrote Gangnam style. I, right. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, parodies I think should be just fine. You know, they're pretty much rewriting their own song. Um, taking clips of you and putting it together in the, some super video is, to me, a more gray case, but probably fine. I've never claimed anyone for doing it to me. Um, 
and then straight up lyric videos are not fine. But what these guys are doing, just claiming stuff they don't deserve, is is bad. Oh, Another that's, that's obviously wrong. A related thing: Tomb Raider people apparently are copyright claiming people all over the place. You mean the makers of the game? Yeah, it's um. Like Eidos or something? I forget. Idos. Idos. Idos quit making them back in 2000. Oh, okay. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh, well, anyway, um, apparently they're copywriting claiming all the Let's Play guys, not, or at least a lot of the Let's Play people, for uploading a damn review of it. It, it Tomb Raider. 52 minutes ago. <laughs> like your favorite. <laughs> Now you got me worried. Is my shit gonna get hit? Maybe. Well, they they've got like free reign over that. They can at any time, like especially if you're a let's play guy, that's the risk you take because they if they you know what are those embargoes? I've seen embargoes on Twitch where it's like uh, you know, or I've gotten emails from networks or I've heard other people talking about the network saying don't upload cutscenes or you know you have to play that game of am I going to offend the sensibilities of these game makers and have them copyright claim my video because what's what is going to to make them feel like they're being infringed upon? It's a huge mistake. In the same way that Gangnam Style got way bigger than it would have if they had started striking everybody, these games are not going to be as big as they could be if they don't develop a social media following. You know, sites like YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, etc., where people upload and talk about their game, if they start punishing people for word-of-mouth advertising, they're stupid. Yep. How much do you think a site like YouTube or a channel that does Let's Plays can influence the sales? Greatly. Like greatly. Hugely. What's greatly? What's greatly? Give me like a percentage. I can give you. I can give you a great thousands of game, thousands of copies, millions of copies. Of like, what are you talking about? Some games don't. I'm talking about like a small game. I'm not even talking about the like Call. I'm telling you, Call of Duty does way better than it would have if it wasn't adopted by the YouTube community. Minecraft. 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 My goodness. YouTube has made Minecraft what Minecraft is. If there were no YouTube, there would be no Minecraft. How big is Minecraft outside of YouTube? That's my question. Who, like, okay, everyone plays Call of Duty, even if they're not on, like, even if they have no idea who YouTubers are and whatnot, but who have you heard of who has no idea who what, what like YouTube is who plays Minecraft I think Minecraft is smaller than everybody thinks it is but people would watch it because they enjoy it uh-uh. Minecraft's it. huge go to thinkgeek.com See, Minecraft is just as big as Hunger Games and and like Star Wars as far as like the- Minecraft is gigantic kids in schools are playing it um, people I know lots of people who don't watch YouTube videos who are into Minecraft in a big way it's a huge game, like, and, and it it got that way, probably because of YouTube and mostly because of Seedhunters. It, it's, it's huge. Eight bits, man. I'm sorry. Oh, I know. I despise it. I despise it. Let me let me be clear. Let me be clear. Minecraft's a stupid fucking game. I like Minecraft. You enjoy playing it. I'm sorry, but I don't get it. I don't understand that you like that. Some people, some people like choking. But wait, wait, wait. Have you played it? Not me. Oh yeah, I've played it. Have you choked yourself and masturbated? No. <laughs> See, you're knocking things you before you even try them. Personal. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> you brought it up. You brought. You said it first, right? I've been choked and I've masturbated. Don't want to combine the two. <laughs> I'll tell you what. You know, one was fun. The other one, not so much. Dude, I... I was reading, I think it was Reddit or something, and this guy was talking about how he had difficulty achieving his finale. 
and that the trick he used was to hold his breath when he wanted to get there. And I was like, man, that's like a self sort of subtle asphyxiation. Maybe. Yeah, that's 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 step one right there. That's yeah. step one. <laughs> I mean, that's how they all start. I was like, that's, no, that's your level. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've got an expert over here. Try hard is like, yeah, that, that's how we all got started. One day you're holding your breath, jerking it. Next day you're David Carradine. They find you in the closet, oh. hanging there dead. Oh, 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 I remember that. Poor you don't David know until Carradine. you try it, right? Mm-hmm. Kung Fu is uh, it's never going to come out. Didn't the sequel, they cause... not want to say how they found him at the beginning, and then <laughs> they course. had to come out like, "Oh yeah. yeah, he was hanging by his neck in his own closet." Yeah, weenie in his hand. And... I hope he finished. Let, let me just oh. go, let me just he say did. this. He guys. did finish. He's done. <laughs> <laughs> let me just say this to, to the to the four of you: If I ever discover you hanging by your neck with your pants down, and you are obviously masturbating. I promise you, I will pull your pants up, button them, and then call 911. <laughs> I am not going to fucking leave you like that. <laughs> That's a true friend right there. Yeah, yeah. They know the paramedics are like, whoa, another one, huh? Look at David Karen in here, jerking his gherkin and choking all the way. <laughs> Best is, guess this guy like kung fu, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, who, who found ha, Have you seen the medic alert bracelets where, where the message, like, it doesn't reveal an allergy. Instead, it says, delete my browser history. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's genius. <laughs> uh, I want that. Well, so I mean, there's a rape. <laughs> I've got a rape story. Of course you do. Let's oh, dear it. God. <laughs> Here, um, allow me to read it. Woman shoots and decapitates rapist who made her pregnant before dumping his severed head in the village square. Pregnant rape victim in Turkey shot and decapitated her attacker and then left a severed head in the village square of her local village. The woman, five months pregnant, is demanding authorities let her have an abortion to end, even though she's way beyond the 10-week limit allowed for terminations in Turkey. When police arrested her near, near to the severed head, she said... That is the head of the one who toyed with my honor. Women's groups in Turkey have praised her as a heroine. It turns out that the woman, age 26 and a mother of two, had been abused by her attacker for months before she took revenge and was being blackmailed. The woman even said she is prepared to die as long as she's allowed to have the abortion. The rapist had taken nude photos of her and threatened to send them to her parents unless she continued sleeping with him. She took a gun and shot him ten times, several times in his private parts, before cutting off his head and hurling it into the village square at Yalvak. The man was was also reportedly stabbed in the abdomen after he was shot. He kept saying he would tell everyone about the rape. My daughter will start school this year. Everyone would have insulted my children. Now... Uh, now no one can. I no saved shit. my honor. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, I heard about your mom getting raped. Yeah, did you hear what she did to the guy that did it? <laughs> I have a picture of her again. They will now call children the kids of the woman who saved her honor. That's the last story. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know what? I will not be doing. I will not be talking shit about this woman. 
I don't want my head in freaking town square. I'm not, I'm not fucking with her at all. No. She'll shoot you ten times in the head, stab you. Oh, and no, 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 no. Not all those shots were in your head. He was shot ten times, several of them in the private parts. How did she throw it off first? Like did, like, did she kill him first or went for the balls first? Like, for, for, oh, for she torture? definitely like went for the balls first. I imagine she shot him, he was downed, and she just emptied her clip into his balls. That's what I. That's how I play it out. And then grabs a kitchen knife and stabs him in the abdomen just in case the ten bullets didn't get it done. I feel like two shots and you got no more balls, right? Like, where did the other ten go? And then she kept face. going with that knife, severed his head, and hurled it into the village town square. That's this, this a banger right They still have town squares in wherever this one is. In Yalvac? Sure. <laughs> Trust me, Yalvac has a town square. <laughs> Yeah, that's how you do it. That's how you get revenge. Oh, yeah? Shooting you in the yeah. balls. People say an eye for an eye. Fuck that, dude. Two eyes for an eye. Then you're safe. Oh. <laughs> the one right? problem I have is with the, you know, he's trying to toy with my honor. But then she already has two kids. Your honor's... Do you wave bye bye to that along? No, not if she's no. Married. No, I don't. No, but the on, I'm talking about the honor thing. I thought that was a... Are you suggesting that non-virgins have no honor? Lefty? Uh, yeah. <laughs> in that regard, yes. Misogynist, misogynist can, can, can we get a 10-hour loop of this? <laughs> <laughs> so tell us more about your feelings on rape. Yes. Women. Oh, lefty. Yeah, people are going to spin this into rape is okay. No, I'm glad you got back at the guy. Oh, trust me. You notice Good. lefty always wears black. He's, he's almost like a supervillain, really. <laughs> Why isn't this trending on Twitter yet? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Lefty. <laughs> Poor Lefty. Has it been active in your comments, by the way? Yeah, it's everywhere. Oh. Is it? <laughs> oh. Racist Lefty, hashtag Racist Lefty. People use hashtags on YouTube. Yeah. I'll I use them on Facebook and people get mad and it encourages me to use it more. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you. I use a hashtag. No, no. I think everybody. I think everybody gets a. It's a joke. I don't think I've run into really anybody that's like, oh, you're actually a racist. I think. Well, no, because those guys have already unsubbed from you because they think you're. Oh. <laughs> oh, that that was the best part of the whole thing, right? Like, um, I think we were like racist lefty, racist lefty, racist lefty, and he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I don't really like it. And then I said unsub lefty, and you're like, whoa, whoa, back, whoa, no, no. No, 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 there's no fucking around with the with the unsub lefty thing. We don't want that. Yeah, no. Racist is okay. Don't fucking do yeah, that. No, no, no. Come thing. call me a racist all you want. Just don't, just don't tell him to unsubscribe. Yeah, they think of a rapist, a murderer, a misogynistic a rapist. rapist, racist. I don't know what they care. Just subscribe. I don't, just, I don't care. just click on my ads when you watch the videos. And it, nothing else matters. <laughs> <sighs> no, I think everybody, you know, everybody I've I've seen, they they understand it's a joke. So it's like, okay, can't really be mad at that. They have fun with it. Uh, so, so what is that woman facing any charges? Is this one of those things where they're like, yeah, yeah, that's how we handle shit around here. Or is she like, really, like, he was raping you and trying to blackmail you. How could you honestly be like, you're going to prison for getting back at that guy? Well, I read the whole story, so that's all I know. I thought it said something about her being in custody, didn't it? Yeah, I would imagine so. She didn't just beat him up, or you know, she cut his head off, dude. Yeah. When does Unless it stop being self-defense? When you cut their head off. <laughs> After they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's when it stops being self-defense. When you when you start cutting pieces off of them afterwards. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That to me sounds like tampering with a crime scene. Or like it's not, not a crime if it's self-defense, though. Hmm. 
I think she's set. What's that? We're talking from a woman that's from Turkey. Yalvek Turkey. Same likes. What? Yalvek Turkey, indeed. Yeah. I was telling you where in Turkey, assuming that you knew your Turkish geography. Guess not. (laughs) I I don't know my Turkish geography and I don't know my Turkish laws, but I'm going to assume that they don't have the same castle doctrine as we enjoy in the United States. I'm a big fan of the Castle Doctrine. I am too. I was discussing the Castle Doctrine earlier today to someone. I just don't see a woman in Turkey getting away with killing a man. Uh, I I think they're a bit more progressive than that. It's not Iran. I don't know. I I honestly don't know. Never been. You know, I wonder what would would have happened if this had happened in in one of those super super crazy um, Middle Eastern countries. Like, what if this happened in Iran? I wonder. I wonder how they would view this because this sounds like something they would actually be okay with. In Iran? Yeah. They yeah. had, the, they had the, the, uh father and grandfather bury their daughter for having sex before marriage. Remember that? They buried her alive. Yeah. I'm trying to think of where these stonings happen, right? There always seems to be one in Afghanistan. Iran was really progressive, apparently, like back in the 70s. And they sort of became more, like, misogynistic as time went on. Yeah, they regressed. They regressed a touch. But, but I don't like Iran is another one. Like, if we were about to go to war with Iran, then the American population would be convinced that they're like a tribal nation filled with crazy people who say la 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 like, like Lefty does. Ah. But. <laughs> But if we're not at war with them, all of a sudden they're like the shining beacon of democracy who has their act together, who Arab Spring cleaned out, and everything is wonderful. It's It feels like we're being fed lines about what these countries are really like all the time. I think, I, I, my opinion on Iran, it, it seems to me that you have... A, a a young crowd that's that's coming up and become you know they're in their early mid twenties and those people are really progressive and and they don't really have a problem with the U S or, or anyone in general they just are tired of living under crazy laws but then you have a, a government that is really oppressive and is pushing Shia law and all kinds of crazy stuff and that those two don't mix very well. I thought that country was going to completely fall apart last year, but I guess I was wrong. Yeah, the thing you got to remember in all this is that, I mean, even the Soviet Union, Vietnam, North Korea, China, you know, even China now, all this stuff, you hate these people, you're told to hate them, told to hate them. In every single one of these countries, the Middle East, all over the place, there's a lot of guys that just wake up and got to go do their jobs that they don't (laughs) like every single day, just like us. Just like. Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying you don't like your job? You hate YouTube? You're in it for the money? I, yes. I hate videos <laughs> to get watched. I don't think there's ever been a video uploaded to YouTube uploaded with the specific intent that nobody watch it. Even the privated ones, you upload it as private so you can send it to a few people. So I think Lefty's one. Are, are, are those correct. the ones that you post of the meetings? <laughs> the, the clan meetings? Yeah, those are the minutes. I keep the minutes. You know, just Lefty, I, right here on the ABC News front page is black student invited to the KKK party. Your opinions? That's unexpected. Maybe a never seen turn for the KKK. Maybe like you know what that whole racism thing. What if that happened? How cool would that be if the KKK went progressive right? and stopped hating? They just wore fabulous costumes and had. <laughs> they like, could adopt new colors, right? They could have like purple and yellow stripes or polka do, dots or. No, they already have like you know the red and the crazy ones, you know, for like the grand wizards and shit. Yeah, no, I want. I don't want. 
like crazy badass costumes. I want fabulous costumes, right? Oh, that's... No, that's not gonna work. Like, no, no, no. We're okay. We're okay with the different colored people, but you better not be liking dudes. Yeah, not cool that's, with that. They're not that progressive. <laughs> I want it. I wanted to be dressed right, right. like circus clowns, but KKK robe style circus clowns. Like, you know, they have the the like the rainbow afro coming out of their pointy hats. I almost want to quote that that line from Blazing Saddles, but I don't think I can get away with it. What I don't know that. Uh, Say it. it. Excuse me while I whip this out. Not that one. All right, so um, it's the part where um, they're they're trying to get everybody together, and the guy's like, "All right, we'll take the chinks and the niggers, but we don't want the Irish." (laughs) (laughs) That's sorry to any Asian. It's okay. In post, Woody can bleep that. No, he's not going to bleep it. (laughs) But wait a minute. You didn't apologize to the Irish. No, fuck the Irish. (laughs) Yeah, dude. We're the only people that weren't insulted in your line. Oh, come on, dude. The Irish that are listening right now are so hammered, they don't even know what's going on. You bring a good point. (laughs) They've already started drinking for St. Paddy's Day. When is that, by the way? March 13th, right? Oh, okay. Same time every year. Um, oh, uh, since we're at a standstill, did you guys see Justin Bieber flip out at the paparazzi? No, what do you do? Dude, I'm watching this video. It's just under a minute. And in the first, like, 12 seconds, he's walking out through a, hel- a hotel to uh, a limo. It's like a stretched SUV limo. And uh, he's sort of ducking behind what I imagine to be a bodyguard. Like, it... I think he's a bodyguard and sort of hides into his into the limo. And as he goes there, he just sort of grabs the camera lens and like points it away from himself. The cameraman, the photographer, says like, you know, he's British, so he's calling him like a cunt and a fucktard or whatever British people like casually say that nobody else says. <laughs> and uh, um. Justin Bieber takes offense to it. And I watched the first, like, 20 seconds three times. And the title was, Justin Bieber flips out on paparazzi in London. And I'm like, I don't know if I'd describe that as a flip out. To me, it seems like if if you're taking a picture of him from two feet away, it's almost like within his rights to sort of block the camera. But that wasn't the end of it. Justin Bieber, the guy's calling him these names, right? A a cunt amongst a couple others. And, uh... Justin Bieber opens the door and says, what the fuck did you just say to me? I'll beat your fucking ass. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, come on, bitch. And the, the bodyguards are like forcing him back into his seat. And uh, and then, you know, they drive away. Yeah, Justin Bieber has gone a little gangster. I mean, I'm looking at this video and he reminds me of like uh, early Vanilla Ice. I gotta move out the way. Fucking yeah, he's starting to look that way too. He's, yeah, I, I keep waiting on him to like start, you know, chopping his eyebrows up a little bit, and, you know, wear the big old uh, pajama pants, the what they call parachute pants. I don't think he's gonna go that far, but but he's go he's definitely going in a direction that I if I were Justin Bieber's manager, I would direct him in the path of a Justin Timberlake, the the kind of guy who is who appeals to everyone. You know, your mom probably would love to watch a Justin Timberlake movie 
or listen to a Justin Timberlake song. So would a 16-year-old girl. And I bet there's a 25-year-old dude that would watch a Justin Timberlake movie or at least one of his SNL skits. I, I can just imagine Justin Bieber... not. Yeah, Justin Bieber, I'm saying it right. His friends chirping in his ear about how cool it is to be a badass that threatens to fight photographers. And you should see the photographer. He was, I'm going to call him 47 years old, white, bald, and 120 pounds overweight. And Justin Bieber wants to get into like a fist fight with him. What'd you say? What'd you say? I'll beat your fucking ass. That Like, that's, that's Justin Bieber. And, um... I, I like you said he's just too gangster he's a little vanilla ice I, I'm not sure how much of it is a pretend show and how much of it is the new identity he wants to Man, have I would love for Justin Bieber just to smack me right in the face <laughs> just, just lay a knuckle sandwich on me couldn't that be what the paparazzo wanted YouTube would wanted? be over and I'd be on the beach <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't that be I what think, the paparazzo wanted? Like, like that's, that's uh, obviously what he wanted. Is, is paparazzo the singular form of paparazzi? I think so. I think so yeah, I've read Us Weekly. Once the, <laughs> the masculine singular form of paparazzi. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I'm what, surprised. I didn't. What the guy wanted. I no, we're stuck on this. You're too smart. Oh, Fuck you. No. <laughs> so it, okay, I'm gonna look pa paparazzo. Paparazzo. Yeah, it's a paparazzo. P a p a r a z z o is the male form. Because paparazzi, I guess, is an Italian term, and paparazzo is. He's back. <laughs> Makes perfect My sense. Apologies, I'm buying a fucking Mac. Fuck this shit. I'm sorry. Oh, was it a Windows issue, not a DDoS? I, I, I don't know what it was, but uh, I think like I was running other. Windows and it was working fine. I don't know what it was. The porn again, wasn't it? That's it's, it's the fucking porn. I'm telling you, man. Macs were great for that. If if if, if you want to use the web for porn, Macs all the way. Sorry, I had to say it. He was looking for cigar insertion videos and exactly. <laughs> we and I were discussing different ways, various ways to <laughs> to get your child pornography taken <laughs> needs taken care of earlier today, and um, I think I've got it nailed down. I think I know who I'm going with. <laughs> The pictures you're sending me on my phone are work perfectly fine. So it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I, do you want to talk about that? We can if you'd like. <laughs> that's why I didn't like. That's why I said it so like vaguely. <laughs> so I didn't know if you wanted to discuss it or not? Yeah, <laughs> we have to now. People yeah. think I'm looking at child porn. No, that VPN, right? Virtual private network. If you can picture the physical reality, imagine a cave, a tunnel that exists from your house's modem to some data center, and then from there you go public. So the part about your house to the data center is a total secret. Nobody knows. It's an underground railroad, right? No one, that's what a VPN is. And you remember it, that, don't you, Lefty, the underground oh, railroad? Oh, I knew it was going to happen. I'm sorry. Keep going. All right. So it's cool. It's cool. So anyway, that's what a VPN is. And then when people find out what you're doing or what's happening, they really see it as the data center's computer doing it all. Because that thing between the data center and your computer is a total secret. So I'm looking into VPNs because it can be DDoS protection. And it turns out most of these companies that offer VPNs are not selling it as DDoS protection, which is my need. They're actually selling it for anonymity. 
and you should see their advertisements. It's like, if you surf with us, nobody knows where you're going. It's a total secret. We don't keep any logs. They can't trace it back to your computer. It's practically like, are you into child porn? Hide my ass is for you. You know, hidemyass.com. So are you saying that whoever you bought your VPN from or whatever is judging you at this point? They're like, oh, we I have a great to. idea. Dude, I have, I have the best idea ever. Oh, no. You have to prank phone call the VPN place. <laughs> <laughs> you got to call them up and, and, and slowly roll this out for them. Be like, really, total anonymity. Like, nobody. Like, not the feds, not my ex-wife. Nobody, <laughs> right? No one? You're sure? Like, what if, you know, some of the, you know, what if some the illegal activities? Up in here? What, if, what if I was doing some, you know, borderline illegal? Would anybody know about that? It's just, really? <laughs> what if, uh, you yeah, know, you have just 200 kilobyte here. image files, that's it. It's nothing Yeah, really yeah, and, and you got around to it, and, and, you know, maybe you could start asking him for some of his preferred websites. Like, like you know, <laughs> what about Kitty Corner? You know about that one? You know about Kitty Corner? You know about Ice Cream Shop? <laughs> You know about freecandy.com? I don't even know if that's a site. For all I know, someone go. I'm going to go to freecandy.com. It has I'm to be. I'm not going. I, no, my web browser is. No, I am not. <laughs> well, I'll turn my VPN on first. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog is immediately going to pop up. Yeah, freecandy.com does not look like a child porn site, although it would be an excellent domain name for one. It's actually a website with free-to-play games. Yeah, if you were in, if you were a pedophile, this would be a good site for you. Yeah, maybe they got a chat room. <laughs> There's a game here that's Paris Hilton Slide Puzzle. I wonder if she's getting any money out of this. A slide? <laughs> no. I want there to be an adult version where she's naked. I can hear him clicking, working the puzzle right now. He's <laughs> like, maybe if I complete the puzzle, she'll be naked. Maybe that's like the prize. There should be a prize for this. That's what you get for winning. It's like those uh, those bar games where they have like the, the regular setting, then they've got the adult ones for, for drunk people. It's like the, the match ones, but it's like naked girls and stuff. Oh, yeah. I remember Dude, like, there was what? a video poker machine, and, and like every time you like hit blackjack or something, you know, there's tits everywhere on the screen. When you hear a celeb does a sex tape, do you immediately go searching for that thing? Yes. Depends on the celebrity. No, I do it. Whatever. I don't care. Miss uh, Pac in China? I don't want to see any of that. So, Mr. I Try Hard, if Rosie O'Donnell... Yes, I'll do it. I'll watch it. I'll... <laughs> <laughs> first of all, first of all... I'll find somebody here that you wouldn't do. Roseanne Barr. Hang on, hang on. One second. Let, let's rewind one second. Rosie O'Donnell is yes. a lesbian. I'm going to throw this out there. I bet Rosie O'Donnell's girlfriend is decent looking. I was going to say, like, even the not-so-hot lesbians who are rich and famous pull some good lesbian tail. Yep. Because, I mean, I mean, to me, Rosie O'Donnell is very unattractive. She's kind of got, like, a butch, fat, chub. It's not really fat as last time I saw her. She's just kind of like a chubby, masculine-looking woman. Not attractive. Yeah. But I bet there's some hot-ass 22-year-old girl who's a little bit confused who's into that. Some she's idiot not. who's hoping that Roseanne Barr gets her pregnant and she's free for life. When oh, I God. fucking that, uh, Paul Hogan had, had, had a sex tape, I went around and fucking looked for it and watched that shit. You think that was him? That was him. That was him. him. That was him. Yeah. He practically ripped his t-shirt off to bring in the <laughs> session. <laughs> he, was, he was doing the whole... Da, 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 da. <laughs> Old Hulk says no, the Hulk lays it down. 
<laughs> I saw that. I don't really remember the specifics. Like, part of me wonders if I saw it on a non-porn this was like site. A hidden camera type deal. It was like they had a hidden cam, and it was kind of black and white, and have a bluish hue to it. And he like, did you hear the specifics behind like who he was actually? No. Okay, so this thing he had like his good longtime friend had him over at his house, and this was like a weekly thing or a monthly thing. He would go over there and bang this dude's wife. And eventually this dude decided to out him and did the whole pig thing. Well, that's a shame. <laughs> My dick's bigger than the Hulk, so I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> that's it's all the say. steroids, son. Ah, those don't, those don't the, vitamin, the vitamins and prayers just don't keep up you with know the what? If you're Hulk Hogan, I don't care how big your dick is, you're still getting some tail. All right, then. All you're getting from Hulk, though. You're not getting, like, a check or any allowance or anything like that. Dude's broke. Is he broke? Wife? Oh, yeah, he's broke. I th- I'm pretty sure he's broke. He's got to be close to broke. If he were break- broke, he'd be on WrestleMania. No, but when you break into TV reality, I think you're pretty much broke. I mean, the Hulk is old, but he you can still throw him right into the ring. They had Ric Flair out there till he died. He did die, right? Please tell me yes. Oh, Ric Flair's not dead. I mean, he's dead to me. Let me ask you guys this. How much do you think The Rock is getting paid when he goes out there and wrestles occasionally? I bet oh, he's boy. Paid. You know what? He might enjoy it, too. He oh, might I think, you know, it's, like, true to his roots. and he So he might do, like, a charity half-million-dollar night. Yeah, the thing a lot of people don't know about The Rock is he is a third-generation wrestler. Like, his father and his grandfather before him were, were all, like, famous um, uh, wrestlers. And the, the name The Rock was his father's wrestling name. They, he was, like, they called him either Rocky or Rock, and he became The Rock. Didn't he have, like, a semi-pro football career as well, wasn't he? Uh, Canadian. Uh, he was in the Canadian Football League for... Uh, I think he played for University of Miami in college. He did, and he, but he, was, he, was, he, he got screwed. Guess who, he, guess who was also there for his position? Um, Jason Taylor? Randy the Stone? Sapp. Oh, really? <laughs> so, he, so Donald Sapp? Ra- uh, Randy Warren. Sapp, right? Warren Sapp, my Warren. bad. Warren Sapp, Warren yeah. Sapp. We were both wrong initially. Yeah, yeah, we're all wrong. Warren Sapp. So I, and I saw an interview with Warren Sapp, and Warren Sapp was, like, super, like, nice about it. He's, he's like, he's like you know, we were like a, a tag team, you know. I, I You know, he'd come in behind me, and he'd clean them up. And, you know, <laughs> what he really meant was, like, let's face it, I'm, like, the best guy ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking anything away from The Rock, but just the fact that he was backing me up should say something. That's what he really meant to say. Yeah. So I'd say The, the Rock was a deep... Uh, let's face it, he is a much better football player than I'll probably ever meet in my life. But he wasn't going to be in the NFL starting. His, his, uh, it's, it's obvious that he took the right career path when he got into show business. Probably earns more than Warren Sapp, too. Oh, for sure. That's, Warren Sapp's probably making, I don't know, six, eight million dollars a year. By the way, if your role in Hollywood is playing the whole muscle tough guy, why are you co-starring in a role as Vin Diesel playing, you know, alongside The Rock? In that, what was that movie, The Fast and Furious? Yes. Watch that. They're making another one, by the way. Yeah. Both he, of them. Paid him, you know why? Because they paid him about $10 million. He, was, he, <laughs> he went face-to-face at one point in that movie with The Rock, and he looked like... A regular person. Facing, yeah, facing The Rock. The yeah. Rock is like six foot six, <laughs> 275 pounds of muscle. He's a monster. The, the guy's ripped up. He's scary. Like, especially now. Like, like, I don't know if you guys have seen The Rock lately, but The Rock's on steroids. I don't blame him. I don't care. It's either steroids or HGH. Mm-hmm. He is freakishly big. And I'm talking about, like, not his arms, not his legs, not his, like, core. He has new muscles. He has grown. Yeah. 
<laughs> when you see yes. a guy who's vascular in his lower back, he's on something. <laughs> he has a new muscle that kind of goes from the bottom of his ear to the top of his shoulder. Right? It makes his arms kind of stick out. Like... It, Imagine if you were, like, holding a person in a headlock in each arm. That's what he looks like when he walks. He's got two dudes in it. He's got two imaginary uh, invisible men in headlocks constantly. It's an inconvenience at that point, though, right? Like- yeah, dude can't wipe his ass. My dad was always talking. <laughs> My, my dad played uh, softball, and, and like it, I don't, I don't think they were professional softball players. But he was in, he was in a, a, a high level softball league at some point, at some point where it's fast pitch softball, and they traveled around the country playing this. And he always told this story about this guy who showed up from the other team, and everybody thought he was going to be amazing because this guy was just a Hulk, and the guy couldn't even swing a fucking bat. He was so big. Mm. You're right, though. What is that? This muscle is it your trap? Yeah, traps. His are. Very well developed. You don't see them on normal humans. Uh, They're like those in bodybuilders. He's doing this pose where, like, he shows his traps by rolling them forward, mm. and they are bigger than deltoids. They're gigantic. They're oh wow, wow. Yeah, it's scary. There's there's one picture of him on the street, um, like I don't know, walking by some cars. He looks terrifying. He, he, he looks like the kind of guy that you would, like, cross the street so you don't have to walk near him. There were comparison shots, right, that showed him back in, like, the early 2000s versus what he is now. And it's it's just a crazy... It looks like a different person. But he, but he was still a monster back then. Oh, yeah, now, he was huge. Yeah, now he's just a freak, right? I mean... Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was a big dude. In, like, that was in his, his first run with the WWF in the Attitude Era. And he... Like him now. Holy shit! He's a wrestling fan. Look. Yeah, the attitude era made it right. <laughs> yeah. The attitude, like he had this era for the sport. What is that you're bad? Like, you're like when he stopped being a baby face. That's when you knew it was on. <laughs> what What is the attitude era? The Attitude Era is the WWF run against uh, WCW. That's when WWF stopped being wholesome, more wholesome, and they, they started doing, you know, that's when DX became popular with the crotch chop, and they had, you know, brawn panty matches and, and stuff like that. They started and they, 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 Their language started getting, a, you know, sort of PG. They would say crap and ass. and Yeah, ass. You know, that's when Stone Cold Steve, Stone Cold Steve Austin was kind of the beginning of all that. By the way, I, I'm not I liked him. Man. I just watch a lot of documentaries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Monday Night War is actually a, a really great documentary about I'll, that. I'll tell you what, I, I can't stand to watch the wrestling part of wrestling, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. What I really enjoy about wrestling, and really I, I, the only person that I think, the best person I think I've ever seen do this, um, Randy Savage was good at it, um, um, Hulk Hogan was good at it, Ric Flair was good at it, but The Rock is the best. It's when you know when they're out there on the stage or on the, uh, the mat or whatever with the microphone. Go go on YouTube and watch a montage of The Rock's like I don't know sayings. When he's Dude, The Rock is amazing. He sings songs. He writes song parodies, and yeah. they're freaking awesome and hilarious. And he can play the guitar while he sings them. He The Rock is the best there's ever been. I'm not a wrestling guy, but yeah. Well, he gets out there and he's talking about you know taking him down to Jabroni Avenue and and, and giving him a rock him burger. You got to check him into the SmackDown hotel. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and like whatever their like signature thing is, like if it's a guy with a pistol, he's like gonna take that pistol, gonna spin it on my finger, gonna shine it up real nice, turn it sideways, and stick it up your candy ass. <laughs> he's like raising his hand up. You're doing good, Kyle. That's not bad. He had that look also with the one eyebrow up. Oh, yeah. Like that oh, one yeah. look where he's like, I'm going to fuck you up. And he was, 
It worked. I'm not. Sure. You guys want to move on from pro wrestling? I think people always hate it when you talk pro wrestling. Oh, those faggots. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's happening though. You know what they want to hear about? New Pope. New Pope, New Pope. Really, got some, got some with the fifteen to twenty-five. New Pope in the house, baby. We're gonna get get some cardinal. Raise the roof. Who is it? Who is it? They haven't what picked him yet. They're just beginning yeah. it. Apparently, they go to closed doors. They vote on some guy and they disagree. And they just keep right. doing this process until these guys can agree on the next pope. And then the smoke that comes out of the chimney is no longer black. It becomes white. Here's a process I heard about pope selection. Apparently, like a long time ago. A woman, because like you can't be a pope if you're a woman, obviously. Uh, a woman tried to... Obviously. How could a woman be a pope? I mean, the pope has all kinds of waving responsibilities, and women can't handle that. Uh, no, but like that, like, <laughs> like, like, like those are the rules. Like, that's just how it works. Um, there, like, apparently at one point there was a woman who almost got to pope until they realized she was a woman. So now, I'm, like, I'm not sure if this is true or not, but apparently every pope candidate needs to prove that they're a man. And, uh, Whip it out. Inv- yeah, exactly. Whip it out. Exactly. That involves lifting. Is that part of the judging criteria? Like, that dude is twice the man that that dude is. <laughs> now on the main stage, Cardinal from Italy. Ferdinand <laughs> <laughs> Martinez. see it. I wonder how that works. Dude, so the last pope was intentionally chosen because he would die soon. Did you guys know that? Yeah, they wanted him out so they could get somebody they wanted fresh. A transitional pope. Yeah, they they picked a transitional pope. They're like, we want this dude. Um, He's kind of hardcore, so the hardcore people will still like him. But we can transition to maybe a more, like, liberal pope down the road, and that won't be too long from now because this fucker's on the way out. That was how they chose the last pope. So this... So what are the qualifications for Pope? Is there any reason, and I'm just throwing this out there, that Woody's Gamertag could not be Pope? If those Cardinals got together and said, Mr. Gamertag, you. <laughs> could, could it happen? Could it happen? There are probably a few YouTube videos out there that, 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 that can't. I, <laughs> how do you feel about dressing up as the Pope, Woody? I'm down. I'm totally down, dude. I'll, dude, I'll go extra, right? I, I'll be like the Pope one day and like Darth Vader the next day. <laughs> like, a, like a chip-in to buy Woody a Pope costume? <laughs> because this thing's only going to be used once, and I figure let's go ahead and get the $500 one. It's ridiculous for him to buy it, but everybody chips in a quarter. <laughs> I if I were to dress as Darth Vader one day and the Pope the other, would one costume really be intrinsically sillier mm, no, i guess not. no yeah you, give the, you gotta give the easter sunday mass as darth vader though <laughs> it's like oh the pope one's in the, in the, <laughs> yeah, the dry cleaner has it can't do it but dude so if they offered me a job as pope i might take that get over there at the Vatican? i don't think it's a very good paying job woody but you don't ever have to buy anything out? again yeah, gold everything yeah you'd be covered <laughs> Bring out his wallet and pay for something. Yeah, you see, the thing about being the Pope is money is no longer an object. You just get what you want. You don't need money. The church has more... I wonder how much money the Catholic Church has. What is their re- what is their revenue flow? They could probably I, pay off the uh, U.S. debt. Uh, you've got me really thinking about whether or not I want to accept this job as the Pope, as if it's going oh, to be off. Like, I'm already I spinning. Like, what? I want to move to Italy? Do you have FIOS in the Vatican? Like, <laughs> I would accept that job immediately. Immediately, I would be Pope. 
Oh, right. And then your KD drops to like 0.5 because your internet connection oh, sucks. You haven't even looked into it. <laughs> no, Vatican's got kind of, some kind of special. They got God internet or something. They, they God speed. Yeah, that's where that came God. from. They've got it, man. He's got like a 10 gigabit line. If that were, Dude, if the Pope came with good internet, that would seriously be a great perk to that job. Yeah, that's well, probably where the, the internet begins. Here's the downside of that job, Woody. Hmm. If you, you have nobody to pray to because everybody prays to the Pope to pray to God. I'm up to that. <laughs> yeah, problem, yeah I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm so still cool. Hey, hey, do, do, yourself. Does anybody know how many Twitter followers the Pope has? I don't know. Yeah, he just made it like like a month ago or something. Yeah, he was the first Pope on Twitter. What's his Twitter account? At the Pope? Yeah, he's got to give that up. Got to give up the login info now. Is he <laughs> Oh, he's verified for sure. Verified. I just, I got him right here. He has 1.6 million Twitter followers. That's pretty legit. Imagine how many subscribers he would have. He hasn't, he hasn't even, even tweeted. tweeted. He's not even tweeted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, honestly, I feel like 1.6 million is a little low. If you are, if an entire faith believes that you are. The only thing that, 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 that there is literally no space between you and God Himself that you speak directly to God, you should have more Twitter followers than I, I actually. I found some tweets right here. You actually misspelled the word sinner. Ah, that's. Dude, I need a platform. Like, if I'm the Pope, I will immediately smite Target Finder users. <laughs> <laughs> website though i don't see the pope's like being on if you, site. Be if you got to become pope could you get david vondar actually to change shit in the game if i'm the pope that homicidal rape victim is pardoned oh there you go yeah i, I think most of turkey are muslims though <laughs> yeah that would, that would be a problem i don't think you have any leeway with the turks well that's a good way to convert them though be like hey, you have no power here <laughs> <laughs> a silly witch, you have no power here. Silly Woody, you have no power here. Um, I'm trying to think of what other things I that enough should be should get me Pope. What no are Pope like duties though? What do you do? Like what's what's the average? As far as I can tell, you travel a lot. So I would try to revise the Pope's traditional schedule to include more tropical places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, dude, the Pope Mobile would be freaking pimp, right? I'd have Is a couple of them. The ball, anyways, like a ball of glass. It was typically a Mercedes with like a big, like, uh, bulletproof glass, like cube on top of it. Right. After that asshole shot him back in the day. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, like he, like maybe he wasn't sure he was going to hell, <laughs> so he just shot the Pope to lock that shit in. <laughs> 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 Immediately forgave him. <laughs> like, that's you the thing. Of, the worst crime. You know, that is the thing. That is the thing about shooting the Pope. He's gonna forgive you immediately, and you're all good. You know, as far as God is concerned, God's gonna be like, hey, he forgave you." What am I gonna do? You don't know. God can be vengeful. He might not share the Pope's opinion on this thing. Well, I mean, the Pope has a direct line with God. He can. He, I mean, you know. Just so you guys know, talk to God directly. I can just kind of talk. That dude probably walk two steps out to the right and got hit by lightning or something. (laughs) If I'm Pope and you shoot me, I'm not so sure the forgiveness is going to roll in that quickly. Mm. Maybe curse him a little. What if the What if the Pope? Because he looks a little bit to me, honestly, like not this this current Pope looked a lot like the bad guy from Star Wars. Oh my God! Right? Yeah. 
Oh, dude, exactly. Was, was that Emperor Palpatine or what? <laughs> he was so. Like, oh my god. Like here, hold on. I need. Like, I need to see the Pope. Like, look, I'm not trying to be sacrilegious here, but seriously, we picked a guy to lead the Catholic Church that looks strikingly familiar to the leader of the Sith. It's. Oh, he does. There are oh similar organizations. I mean, put him in a dark cape, and this guy can shoot lightning out of his hands. <laughs> oh, God. dude! I just ordered a Sith. I'm not even gonna say that. Why are you? <laughs> Nothing. Not a nerd. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you tried to you tried to cover up your wrestling fan. I'm like, oh, he's a wrestling fan. Damn it! Like, no, but, but honestly, uh, I, I know those things because I watch documentaries. I really don't watch wrestling. I can't stand it. I find it odd. Oh wait, wait, I did it. Watch this. Watch this. On the you guys can't see it, I guess, but on the recording is a picture of the Pope next to the bad guy from the Emperor from Star Wars, and you'll see they look shockingly similar. Dude, there's an there's a Pope Emperor Palpatine gif I just found. <laughs> oh, this is gold. It's really funny because if you if you search the Pope and then type EMP Emperor Palpatine comes up, it finishes yes. it for you. On yes, Google, it does. Which is the greatest thing. I put it in the Pope Sith Lord and I got a whole bunch of it. Oh I'm wow, s- young a young uh, Senator Palpatine looks a lot like Senator Joe Lieberman. That's really. Cool. That's not a coincidence, by the way. Is Lieberman a Democrat, a Republican, or independent these days? He's a goofball. That guy, dude, that guy, I I don't care. If he was a Republican, I'd say the same thing. That guy's off his fucking rocker. What did he say? Some of the dumbest shit. Like, 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 that guy has better quotes than George Bush. <laughs> I don't know. George would make up a word every now and then, but you would. Un- but but his resolve was was pretty steady. George Bush wasn't a flip flopper. Can we agree on that? Yes. Yeah. George Bush said what he meant and meant what he said, and and so, because he just said what he meant, and, and sometimes it, it seemed like he was talking off the top of his head. Sometimes the guy was an awful public speaker. Worst public speaking president in, in recent memory yeah 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 you'd have, I, but I'm, I'm gonna say this you know maybe president taft yeah who, i don't know who knows how good a speaker woodrow wilson was right yeah <laughs> no i'm I, I, lincoln was a lawyer i bet lincoln was a fabulous public speaker he had that uh he had that that he, had to be had yeah, to be. I bet, he yeah. was, I bet it was glorious. He's an amazing speechwriter. I bet that guy was a better speaker than Obama with a teleprompter. But <laughs> Joe Lieberman, dude, you put that guy on camera. I remember watching the debate. Like, here we go. Let's see what he's gonna come up with tonight. And he, he for he did a he did a good job in the debate. But there were like two or three parts where I was just like, what the fuck did that guy just say? Did, did, did George Bush just like jump into his body for a second and take take possession of him? Cheney recently came out with an admission about lying on nine eleven. Did you guys hear about that? Um, I didn't. So get, this is how it went down, according to the stuff I'm reading, and much, there's like direct quotes from Cheney. Um, nine eleven happens, right? And as it happens, on this isn't a knock on Bush, but he's reading the the book to children, like My Pet Goat or something like that. Cheney gets in touch with him and says, look, dude, we need to be in separate places. The United States is under attack right now. They can't take both of us out at the same time. So he's like, Bush, you go up in the sky, you fly around in Air Force One, just just be there. And then while he's flying around in Air Force, Run, Air Force One, Cheney's running shit on the ground. Cheney... Cheney gave the order to shoot down that plane over Pennsylvania. Remember the plane over Pennsylvania that, that yes. crashed? <laughs> um, 
Cheney gave the order to shoot it down without talking to Bush. Cheney was like acting president. He basically told Bush, like, you go up there, you do your airplane spinners or whatever. I'll be down here handling the country. Puppets. I just, they put, what did they do? Just put Bush in his crib on Air Force One? <laughs> he's like, don't worry. He's just like, ah, oh, there's things happening. That's, now, like, I'm told you can pretty much run things from Air Force One. Like, it's a flying office. The connectivity there is very good, etc. This was a while ago. It was like 10, 12 years ago. But we'll assume he, he was had... probably playing Call of Duty on there. <laughs> I, over. I saw an interview with Bush, and he described all this pretty much the way you are. But, but he, it was painted a little bit better but the, the thing is cheney didn't even ask bush for per, you know he just gave the order on his own authority which he has none to shoot down planes filled with u.s citizens don't, and, don't you think that was the right call no it wasn't what well, was the right call uh it so here's the thing it could have potentially been the right call and i can't knock him too much based on you know what he knew at the time but it turns out that the passengers had gotten up. They had heard about the previous planes, but the previous planes didn't have that, right? When they flew into the Twin Towers, they didn't know that there were other hijackings, right? They were the first. But this Pennsylvania plane, the last one to be impacted, had already gotten the news about the hijackers, about what was happening, about how they were crashing into high-visibility buildings. So the passengers on this plane, rather than do what you traditionally did when your plane was hijacked, which is don't make a problem, they, they were like, dude, we got to fight. So they were rushing, right? Remember the let's roll, the, the, the guy, the hero, whatever, who you know, gave the call to rush down the um, aisle and stop this? Because they were doing that, it was a wrong call to shoot down that plane. If it was shot down. And there's another thing. So there was a time when I thought the plane was actually shot down. There are all these, like, eyewitness accounts of the missile going into the plane. There are, like, air traffic controller reports of him saying, you know, getting the clearance to do it. They claim that the flight, the fighter jets were flying to the passenger jet. And the only reason they didn't shoot it down, because like I said, they got the order to take it out, was that... It didn't get there in time. The plane crashed before they got there. But that seemed really convenient. And by the way, these fighter jets go at like 750 miles an hour. They could have easily gotten there at the time they did. They go a lot faster than that. They go like twice that. Maybe. All right. So I'm I'm off. But anyway, um, and then the closing speed, whatever. The fighter jets could have gotten there and shot it down. And they just sort of said, nah, that's not what really happened. The plane just crashed before we were able to get there in time. But they were easily able to make all that happen. So I thought, this is a conspiracy. They shot it down, they just didn't admit it, and the other doing that out of convenience. But since then, Sandy Hook has happened. And I looked at Sandy Hook a lot more critically, and the conspiracy theorists on that were full of shit. They were, they were completely wrong about everything. I'm just asking questions about things that you can't answer. Right, uh, yeah. And, or, you know, they'd like post, like, they'd show grieving parents, and then they'd show parents not in a grieving state and be like look these are actually actors from florida who work for homeland security no they're not this is just a picture of them from before the tragedy Mm -hmm. the fact that like you can't just show a picture of them and be like look we've identified that's not identification Mm -hmm. um this little girl look at here she's still alive it turns out she looks very much like her sister and uh you know like all their proof turned out to be bogus because the event actually happened so now i'm like ah you know was i as critical back then as i was now for the sandy hook shooting and i, I don't think i was so it would require more looking into but 
Anyway, I thought it was interesting. I've always asked this about the 9-11 tragedy. Oh, no. Where the fuck did the planes go? Into the buildings? They're made of aluminum wings. <laughs> That's the the plane that crashed in um, Pennsylvania. One of the evidence things to have it shot down is apparently when a plane crashes into the ground, the crash site tends to be in roughly one spot. But here, there were like engines and papers like scattered throughout a square mile and more. Which implies it was shot down That's in the sky. That's the only real part of the conspiracy theories that I think is a lot more plausible than the there's thermite paint in the World Trade Center than that stuff. That stuff is, what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. But the, after everything happened, there's this plane because it's, it falls in line with that they took they retook the plane. They don't know how to fly it. They don't know how to work the radio, so they can't raise the plane on the radio. So if you're in the government and it's like, here's this plane that we can't talk to anymore, what do we do? I've, well, we we got to shoot it down. I've flown a plane before. The radio's easy. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, 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 it's no harder than, I mean, than the microphone you're using right now. You just press a button and, and talk. Uh, here's what Damn. you guys remember the 1996 uh, 747 that crashed into the Everglades. No. Well, 1996, uh, something very similar to what they used to uh, attack 9/11, crashed into Everglades. This gal's right here is a picture of everything they've recovered from that plane crash. Okay. Same size plane. Why did we get a warehouse full of shit here, but we got nothing over here? Where's here versus here? What's your perspective? Why do we? Why, this is a the Everglades. Full this is alligators, pythons, swamplands, in the water oh, and mud. I remember this. It was like Spirit Airlines or something, right? Right. Yeah. And, and over here, anywhere. we have a plane landing in a cold Pennsylvania field with rock solid ground. Airtran, right? Airtran and Spirit, same kind of debris. Hmm. That's the one thing I never understood. Something about me just doesn't care. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's, it, I mean, either way, you know, it's sad to say, but that I, plane was doomed to just... I'm much crash. more concerned about what happened to Kennedy, to be honest. Not really. Dude, if the passengers took over the plane as they were taking over the plane, and they were given an opportunity instead of shooting it down, I think they'd all be alive. They would be the heroes of 9-11. Was there, I mean, was there an autopilot on there? Can, I mean, that, that but, Well, jet. modern autopilots can land the planes. Yeah. Modern all, all now, yeah, if, that, if that's the case, then that's an yeah, absolute yeah. tragedy. But if you think about it, that would have that. All right, let's. A lot of these conspiracy conspiracy theorists. These, think the comments of this video are going to be hilarious. Oh, they're going to go <laughs> wild. Let's let, get to this part. Let's. All right, let's let's hit some a couple more controversial issues. We're going to go. Those comments are going to be nuts. <laughs> um, after this, but most of the conspiracy theorists, it seems to me, are saying that our government framed up 9/11 so that we, we could invade, have an excuse to invade the, in the Middle East. Wouldn't wouldn't like a hero story really pump everybody up? Like if, if those guys had taken that plane back and those, that was the first offensive action, you know, it thing, yeah, you know, look, on day one Vietnam, we start Kyle. take we start kicking ass and taking names. Look at Vietnam, dude. What 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 about the Gulf of Tonkin? Yeah, I don't know what that is. That, well, they created a ship that never existed and blew it up so we could invade, so we could actually get into the Vietnam Vietnamese War. Isn't that a crazy piece of history? That's true. That's true. The so actual justification you. for starting the Vietnam War was done up by the U.S. Wag the dog. Ah, there you go. That's a good. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, in World War Two. <laughs> 
You had, um, we basically cut all the Japanese supply lines off. We enticed them to attack us. We wanted them to attack us so we could get into the war there too. So we'd have justification. But embargoing your enemy's supply line is like step one in. in Our enemy at at that point. Well, they were the enemies of the entire. in that part of the world? At that point, we were in a situation where. Well, we were in a situation at that point where we were doing everything we could. The war was not popular with the American populace, but the but everyone with any see we weren't connected with the media like we are now. They the, the American public didn't know what was going on, and you couldn't tell them. But our government knew how horrible things were going in Europe and how bad things were going in in Asia, and of course they wanted the war to start. But I don't know if they let the yeah. attack on Pearl Harbor happened because that was a major blow. Yeah, that that's, wasn't that's like a conspiracy theory. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't like that's you know the conspiracy Japanese theory either. I mean, they they had declassified reports leak out from World War II that showed Roosevelt basically making orders to basically embargo these people to the point they were able to attack us. But no, no, no. See, we were. Like halfway involved in the war already, we were giving tanks. We were giving we were just bullets. We were giving. We hold on, we, we we were supplying the allies, and we were messing with like supply lines and embargoes and stuff like that. We did everything but commit troops. I don't think that's the same thing as inviting them to attack U.S. soil. No, I, I agree. It's now I have heard some reports about you know. Er, some of the earliest U.S. radar installations were, were in that area and them ignoring the radar reports of Japanese planes coming in. But still, doesn't make sense to me. Why wouldn't you react to it and save a few because, of those ships? Because it doesn't matter how many people died. If they attacked, people they kill love vengeance, Kyle. How many times have you watched Death Wish? How many but times I, have you watched- I just think it's bad strategy. It doesn't make it. Why but not one, try to get the ships out of the one, harbor? Right. If one, if it just one innocent person dies from Pearl Harbor, that's all you need. Yeah, yeah. It, all you need is like, oh, so apparently the Japanese attacked us today. They sent all these fighters. They, you know, what are they, if the ships aren't there, then they're going to bomb yeah. the shipyards. They they're sent bomb all these the fighters. They damaged the harbor. They took out half or one third of the ships they would have if they weren't just sitting ducks. And that's enough to start. You know, we're good to go. Yeah, a lot of people don't. The, the most impressive thing, I, and I love World War II as you know, it's a horrible thing, but studying it as a piece of history, the most impressive thing about World War II is how the what happened in the United States right after Pearl Harbor. If you look at the shape our economy was in, if you look at where our industry um, was at that time, if you look at our workforce, and then you see what what happened in the next three years, it's insane. Well, we went from there was no other there was, like the auto industry was bombed the shit in Germany and Japan. All there was was American cars. No, no, no. That's what I'm talking. About. No, there were no American cars. We stopped making cars. I understand that, but we were we still had our factories intact. So when we brought our boys back, they could go right back to work. No, no, no. no I'm not talking about that. I'm talking <laughs> about how many ships and tanks and jeeps we built. Oh yeah. And how fast we did it. I'm talking yeah, about that I, every I man, woman, and child that. chipped in. And I, I don't. I wonder if that would happen again. I wonder if there were a similar tragedy. What if I Los Angeles? I th- really think it would. You know, I think, as horrible as it is, God, that would be inspirational. Yeah, wouldn't it? I remember, Dude, uh, so after 9-11, everybody was flying flags on their car. Everybody was dreaming of getting involved. People were lining up at the doors to join the Army, Marines, Navy, and Air Force. It, after 9-11, the United States was motivated to do something about that attack, and it was nothing compared to World War II. Uh, you know, it, it was nothing compared to World War II. So... 
I think if someone really did an attack like that, the United States would mobilize and have an enthusiasm around a common cause that we haven't seen in our lifetimes. It it, I, it would just blow away what happened for nine eleven. And I, I my favorite things to watch the, are, are the things that are the documentaries and his, uh, History Channel programs about World War Two when they're like. Over the next six months, the United States would produce, and, it, and they give some outrageous number of like tanks, jeeps, mm-hmm. and shit. Well, uh, I'm going to this out before I get interrupted again. Yes, Ford made a B twenty nine Super Fortress every fifty nine <laughs> minutes. That's what I'm talking about. That shit right there. They, they, they were putting them out faster than the German um, could put them down. Exactly. Same thing with tanks. tanks. It took three of our tanks to kill one of their tanks, so we just made five. (laughs) (laughs) That's an interesting strategy, because now it feels like we're on the other side. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, but I'm just like this. Like, how many Kia factories would get shut down if we went to war with Korea? They'd be making tanks. Americans would take them over, and we'd make tanks out of them. You see, the thing about modern technology is, though, we could destroy every Kia factory in Korea... And, well, and, and, and it's it's 10:50 p.m. right now on the East Coast. By midnight, if we wanted to, there wouldn't be a Kia plant left in the world. That's I want that fact. power. I want that power. That's a fact. It, it, it just is. There's hmm. there, there's submarines right right in the in, in that ocean over there. They could shoot Tomahawk cruise missiles over there. They could shoot nukes over there if it, if it was that serious. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, people always call the U.S. this 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 monster and this bully militarily. We're just thumping you, buddy. We're just <laughs> we're just we're just slapping you around a little bit. Not, we haven't been serious about shit for like sixty years. Oh my god, we're being real nice about this thing. We really are. You know, we're not this big bully. Well, we, we're, we, we did we're like take the, a over in, what, two weeks? We're like the big mm-hmm. kid at school that everybody keeps, that, you know, maybe he's not a nice guy, but he doesn't beat you bloody every day. He just kind of slaps you around a little. Get away from me. I don't like dealing with you. What? I can't have your lunch money? And he, he just called you some dirty names. Kyle, it, big fan of the military-industrial complex. Big fan. <laughs> big fan. <laughs> Love my, it. My favorite. You ever play a game called Civilization Revolution? I have. Favorite not- part? Military-industrial complex. <laughs> I like getting those factories going, using yeah. the Americans, pumping out a bunch of bunch of uh, tanks. Just we're going over to Woody's gamer tags place, surrounding him, putting the artillery out there, just slowly crushing his cities. It's a good time. Go to hell. <laughs> I remember we played Civilization. But Revolution. that's bullshit. That's bullshit. He did the Aztec rush on me. There was like a fifty-fifty shot of who was going to win this like little battle. He won. Six moves later, it's over. It would have been six moves later, I won, if it had gone the other direction. <laughs> I remember we played one game. Should have better defenses in theater. Should, should have better micromanagement, Woody. We yeah. played one game, and we, we weren't really talking about the gameplay. We were just kind of chatting about everyday things. And I had I had allowed the game to progress for like an hour so the videos could be nice and long. Wait, wait, and wait. Are we talking I was... about the game we played? Yes! <laughs> that game was not an hour long. Ah, we played one privately or something then. That game was like 90 seconds long. Thank you for, thank you for telling everybody. That's, that's, yeah. That, that, that one game was. I mean, I, yeah, it, I don't remember basically what more, maybe We more. played a long one too, because we played a couple, but I remember one where I, you know, I let things, I, I let things go along because, you know, I can't be making those 90 second videos. That, that's not, that's not going to work. To use car salesman. 
I mean, Tell I've still stories. got the game. I've still got the game. We can break it out. We can break it out right now. <laughs> Next PKA, Kyle versus All in uh, Civ, Civ Rev. Hey, that you guys see this? I, I have another topic. Shoot. There's a new YouTube channel layout coming. Oh, fuck. I've seen that, right? Here's the Arbringer of Death with small channels. Wait. You think it's bad for small channels? From where everybody, everybody that's seen it says it's going to destroy the small channels. I think it's every bad for everybody. small channel says that every change. Every change is, is designed different. to screw the small the channels. Default setting Shit, now. It's been working. Shoot. Every change they do makes my channel work, get less and less views. <laughs> the default setting now for the new YouTube channel layout is that it, it um, the, like, where you're, like, uh, the other channels, like your promotion boxes, it's got another one that promotes um, other channels that are uh, somehow again it's YouTube with their falling recommended algorithms. Right? Yeah, it's it's like recommended channels that are like the one that you're currently watching. They always screw that up so bad. Yeah, they screw it up so bad. Yeah, like, hey, 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 epic meal time, Tabasca's, PewDiePie, there you go, have fun, goodbye. <laughs> yeah, every time YouTube does anything, they claim it's an effort to make the rich get richer, but I don't really see that. Like, the new homepage, right? The old homepage took, like, I'm going to make up a number, 20 videos, 15 videos, and gave them all the shine. That was how the original YouTube worked. And you had to be, like, most favorited or top in entertainment, music, education, whatever. Then they took it, and they made it, to me, much more spread out. Mid-sized channels like mine could do well, whereas previously, it was really just the biggest of the big, the super virals getting front page, and there was no, like, something else. This channel layout, to me, doesn't seem like it's big versus small of a change at all. It's just a different way to show your stuff. Yeah, it's. It, I I don't know. It'll take some getting used to with the lack of an, an entire new background. But the channel banner thing, it's like okay. Yeah, I just that's think all it, you get now. I know, I know. And what goes in that channel banner? The examples are all totally like non-commercial. It's just like pretty pictures. Can you still do image mapping in it? Mm-mm, no. No. That's hmm. so stupid. So wait, where do the links go? Like to your T-shirts and Twitch yeah. and whatever. They show up as like little uh, little tabs oh, little on like... that banner. Yeah, oh, yeah. Show up there. I, I mean, I like God. You you guys probably probably uh, remember that one layout, the first layout we all had, where everything just freaking worked. Yeah, I loved it. You know, it, it had your name and all of your information on the left side. Yeah, the player over there, kind of in the center slash right. Channel side. comments down below. Channel comments down below. Sub boxes. Boxes worked, right? Boxes don't even work anymore. I, I'm sorry. It doesn't matter who you box. No, it doesn't. Not or who boxes you. Okay. I've I've been boxed by some bigger channels back in those like in that layout time. A big channel boxing me at that time meant five to six hundred subs a week. On a, on on a weekly basis. Now it means nothing. Yeah. I, I, that does not change based on who boxes me or not. I've studied this a lot. Um, there was one point where basically, if I'm um, trying to think how to say this right, all right, if the big channel was getting about ten thousand subscribers a day, um, if there were a little channel in there that let's just say had paid to be in there right. and and had no subscriber base whatsoever and no re- other reason to grow, three hundred subs a day. There you yeah. go. That's pretty strong for, for to just be nobody. 
and you to be making shitty videos. You can't buy 300 subs a day now if you're no. a, if you're a small channel. Yes, you it's can. Like, Advertising <laughs> on Painkiller already. Look to the right, right there, baby. You're right here. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Actually, you know, we have advertisers lining up. We have a couple weeks covered already to show, but I wanted to wait until we were live. So we just told him to, you know, to hold off, and we'll do it later. Um, you guys, as we're in the show, you can't see what the ad layout looks like, but it's the same as last week if you saw it. Um, so, yeah, you can email Heather at woodysgamertag.tv and uh, do it. If you're serious and, and you know, you've got a real budget for this, then give us a call. If you're looking for, like, three minutes of screen time for $25... Don't call. Don't call. Oh. <laughs> if you got, uh, if you no got a serious jack and you want to go up front the line, please call. Yeah, yeah. You know, no offense, but you know the money's got to be split many different ways. Yes. You know, there, there's a lot. That's that's one thing people don't understand when they, when they think that YouTubers are, are like uber billionaires, especially when, when it's a channel that's like a big production. When you look at like Devin Supertramp or like Freddie W. How many do you, do you not do you people not realize how many people are working on Freddie W's videos? I know. Do you realize there's not a, there's a crew doing lighting? There's 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 how much one camera costs for that dude? There's catering, bro. There's catering. Okay, catering. Do you know how much catering costs? It's really fucking expensive. I've catered shit before. (laughs) I don't like it. They get McDonald's now. (laughs) Ray William Johnson has fucking writers. You know, it's 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 ridiculous. Yeah, this stuff is a big deal. But anyway, uh, if you are like a real company, you want to do something. We've got a couple weeks lined up, but uh, we'll do an ad on the right, and you can. you know, work with us. We'll crash your website. Yeah. We will send lots of traffic. And if and if you if you slip me a little bit of extra money, I'll I'll make sure that we talk about your product a lot, even if it's a disgusting product. What like, was I that kitty porn site? Baby <laughs> something? <laughs> what was that one again? Bigblackvan.com. I'll, I'll pour myself out cheaper than Kyle. <laughs> oh, yeah, if you um, like Razor or something, you just want to send me stuff, I'll talk about it all the time. Like, you know what's great? This Razor Black Widow keyboard that I'm typing on during the show. <laughs> you need to contact I'll Razor? The on the, the thing. Oh, Razor Black Widow, mofo. Wait, do we all have a Black Widow? Because I got one, too. Yeah, I, I do, too. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm, I don't. Black Widow. That thing that thing is legendary. It's Dude, best. do you have the MMO RPG mouse this with the is buttons a on the left side? Because that's what pros a, use. Um, I've got the Razer Death Adder. Mamba, yep. Death I had the Razer Death Adder, it broke on me, so I got a new one. Yep. Mm. Check out uh, this got... badassery. Wait, wait, I hope it works on camera. I'm gonna put myself in the big screen. I have a Steel Series like Sensei mouse. But on the back, you can upload your own image, and it says Woody's Gamer Tag on the bottom. That's pretty pimp. Oh, oh. Look at that. Ooh, I got that Razor Megalodon. What's up with that? I got one of those too. It broke. Yeah, that's nothing against you, Razor, for sending me all that free shit. I really appreciated well, it. That's Astro was into some uh, some of that promotional money. That was my problem with the Death Adder. I bought it. I loved it. It lasted like six months, and it's like seventy dollars. And everyone was like, dude, Woody, the 2013s are amazing. It was like, man, I felt kind of silly the first time I spent 70 bucks on the mouse. How am I going to feel when I spend $70 on another one that's broken? But if you advertise here, I'll let you know. I've never had anything Razor break on me, Woody. Yeah, see, Razor is really expensive, but... Like 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 this whole mouse and keyboard combo is probably like close to what like three hundred bucks or something, yeah. and it's great. And I've never had any problem with it whatsoever. But Quality I, products from Razor. Yeah, I've, I've done I've done a whole Dr Pepper on a on a Black Widow. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the, that the, is, oh, that is the quality test right there, the Dr. Pepper test. 
And it was the sticky as fuck. Worked. It was a little but, sticky, but it still worked. <laughs> I used and to it's have delicious. a... Um, uh, an IBM M model, old, you know, legit computer nerds will know what that is. But I had an IBM M model, and they were, honest to goodness, dishwasher safe. That's, wow. <laughs> that's a badass. Completely mechanical. Right yeah, it completely, you, you could put it in the dishwasher, wash it off, and you'd be good as gold. But um, I ended up, Windows uses the Windows key a lot, mm-hmm. and uh, I got to missing the Windows key, so... I got an updated keyboard. Who uses the Windows key? What's that like? What, what does that do? It opens Start, start which which I use a lot. And, but you've got um, the seventy dollars mouse that you can just. If you do Windows Tab, it's like a nicer Alt Tab. Ooh, ooh, okay. And then there's some other ones like uh, I don't. I'm afraid of hitting my keyboard for like giving right, away yeah. some personal thing. But I think like Windows D does stuff, and Windows E opens Explorer. I'm afraid to touch these works. things like this. Huh. This is like the same shortcuts that Mac used to do, except they used the little Apple logo. Yes, exactly. And if you were to try to use an Apple without an Apple keyboard, there'd be things that you'd uh, miss. Yeah, it yeah. Matter. And that's how I feel about Windows. That's just why I got an updated keyboard. Hmm. Now, this one has a Windows icon on it. I can see right there. But I'm always scared to hit it because I'm going to pop up something that's not. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to see big bla- bigblackvan.com pop up. <laughs> yeah, this is, <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is the kitty porn key right here. This is where it goes. I get a van number full one, of... <laughs> number one visited site on Google Plus, on your, or not Google yeah. Plus, on Google Chrome on your, on your browser. Yeah. I'm a two-time offender with a big black van full of puppies. Want to go for a ride? <laughs> oh, you're good. My name's Lefty. Oh, uh, I don't know. Did we finish talking about the YouTube layout? Is it cool, Lefty? Do you like it? It's it's decent. I mean, you see, the thing is, I don't have the kind of channel traffic that, uh, obviously, I wish I had, but um, that other Nobody people do. Nobody does. Right. I, I think I mean, PewDiePie I, is like, I don't have the kind of traffic I wish yeah. I had. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I think maybe, like, more people, because you, um, you can now show off different area like different sections of your channel you can have like your most popular videos you can have recent uploads and you can and they're all like they're all horizontal rows now so you can have like um what do you, you can have all your series like within like really close to each other whereas now they're like kind of like in a little box on the side if i mm-hmm. remember correctly from the old one now they're like they're you but can, aren't the, you can only have like four right i don't know what the max is i feel like uh, i yeah. have too many series how is that even relevant, though? I mean, I don't know about you guys, but probably close to, like, 70% of my subscribers don't even watch from a computer anymore. They watch from something else. So, I mean, like, that, like this whole layout thing, like, it's, like, I mean, when I, when I look at my channel on my, on my phone, that's not what I see. I always see something different. So, I mean, how relevant is this, to be honest? That's interesting, actually, because one of the upsides of this channel layout is that the branding you set up works across devices. Oh, so like it, it's not exactly the same, of course, because the screens are much different sizes. But like that big header you have on your YouTube, you know, PC page, looks pretty good on your mobile device. Am I the only one that wishes YouTube would just say, "Nah, no more, no more mobile devices. It, it's not even worth doing. No videos will be viewed on viewed on mobile devices. Go to your fucking computer, you lazy <laughs> shithead." <laughs> I wish they'd do the opposite. I wish they'd say mobile's fine, but we're not going to take all the money from mobile ads and never give it to our content creators. Mm-hmm. That does that work like like uh, like 
like the government, if you don't pay your taxes, eventually, like five years, like they'll come back and pay everything to you and just give you here. We owe you this much in mobile. Here is <laughs> Zero ten million. I just, yeah, sometimes like, uh, <laughs> YouTube and Google. I right feel now. like it. It would almost take a a large group of uh, YouTubers, right? And I'm not just talking about gaming, but like across all of YouTube, to stop putting things on mobile for YouTube to realize that people who make videos deserve a cut of that ad revenue. The top 100 needs to do something. It wouldn't matter. I bet the top 100's monthly view count is 1% tops of YouTube's total view but count. But users might miss the top 100. You know, if like, if FPS Russia, Epic Mealtime, Jana Marbles, I don't know whoever else top 100, Freddie Wong and PewDiePie and all the other top 100 guys suddenly weren't mobile anymore, the users would be like, what the hell? They would talk to YouTube. Yeah, YouTube doesn't pay us for mobile. That might get users to ask YouTube to do Is something. Is there anywhere online where I could see the view counts of YouTube? The because chats. oh, uh, YouTube. No, no, no. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, YouTube as a whole. Because I mean, everybody's bitching about view dips. I want to see if YouTube is actually dipping, or is the gaming side of YouTube just dipping? That's what I want to know. Hmm. hmm. Yeah, I blamed it on COD. You know, did COD you did? Because um, I saw another, like, a, a hater podcast saying that, um, like, oh, my God, all these people left Machinima, and now their views are down. No, no, the people who are in Machinima, their views are down, too. Um, it's, it, it has nothing to do with the, with, uh, the partner you're with. Yeah, it has nothing to do with who puts ads on the front of your videos. <laughs> <laughs> How would that even matter? Like, are they promoting your video? No, it doesn't They change. don't, yeah. They, they, oh, people don't know. I, I mentioned this in today's video, so this will be a repeat for some. The the network you're with you that you're with, like IGN, Machinima... Um, full screen Yalsh or whatever they don't promote you that, that, that's if, not what you should expect from them you if should we were actually smarter about it we should just not even talk about who we're partnered with and you guys would never even, have even seen a switch for those who did switch or you would yeah. even see the problem like it wouldn't have been a thing mm. yeah I, I, all they do is put ads in the front of your videos that's the deal they, they will take a portion of your revenue and they will you know, introduce revenue in the first place. That's the, the ads don't even change, right? I don't think they wouldn't from network to network. Yeah, I don't yeah, they will change. They, they can change. They can. You see, some. I'm not going to talk about who's who here because I feel like I'd be bashing people. But some networks basically just place Google filler ads. They're like, all right, Mr. Right. Tryhard, we don't give a care what we'll give a hoot what your content is. We don't care anything. We'll just put YouTube filler ads on it. And in exchange for that, we get 15% of your money. That's what some networks do. Other networks say, okay, you know, we've got this sales team. We're going to put relevant ads on there. And because everyone who watches your video, well, so 95% of the people that watch your video are guys between the ages of 14 and 24, right? That's, that's I'm making up your demo, but it's probably roughly on target. Mm-hmm. If a lot of males who are between 14 and 24 watch your stuff we're going to start throwing sodas and music and movies and video games and electronics at them those people will pay a premium for your demo a network some networks will grab those ads and give them to you others will just give you google filler ads and um that's the difference that's what they do none of them promote you like uh, none of them make you grow more than some say they do but but they don't yeah. They don't. Yeah. And some say they do, and then you get very angry partners uh, six months later when they're that's like... That's even worse. Yeah. That's even yeah. Worse. Yeah. But they, they don't promote you. That's not what they do. Um, they just put ads on your videos. That's all you Pretty should ever expect all you're from doing them. Is, you're buying if you're, the ability to post COD. 
Yeah. If you're a superstar, um, I'm talking about much bigger than me, then you should expect, like, deals, right? Like, movies and uh, relevant companies that want to be on your site and, you know, things like that to be rolling toward you. But um, if you're a little guy picking networks, just figure out who can offer you the best CPM. And that's the entirety of the deal. They are letting you into... You know, putting ads on, and they take a portion of your of the revenue revenue that you earn for that privilege, and that's it. They don't promote you. They don't. They just take. They don't ads. even give you all that much support either. I, I mean, I'm talking about across the board here, like the whole like yeah question. I mean, you're basically on your own. And it's just like make your videos. It, it depends you succeed, who you are. It's like, a jungle. like I, I I don't mean to come off as uh, like arrogant or anything, but Machinima uh, supported me really well. You know, if I called, they would like recognize the caller ID. They would say, "Hey, what's up, Woody?" If I had a problem, I felt like they cared. Um, you know, when I had a cop, I had a copyright strike on PKA like six months ago or something like that, and uh, you know, it seemed like they prioritized getting that fixed. And if I had a question or something, then um, they had a different support program for the top twenty-five guys than they did for the other six thousand. Excuse me. <laughs> See, I, I, I feel like that's a dick thing to say, but no, I mean, I, I, I can't join you in complaining about the level of support no, because. I mean- yeah, I saw it evolve too as my channel grew. Because I mean, my channel I started I when I got partnered through Machinima, I had like two thousand subs, and I saw the 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 support change as my channel grew to where it is now. To where now, I mean, I can I I can get an answer if I want an answer. Um, yeah, the other thing is like. You know, you've got to you, you can't just sit, shoot an email and expect them to get back to you. And I'm not talking about Machinima. I'm talking about anyone really yeah, yeah. in general. You've got to hammer them with, yeah, from you like could be multiple about Cisco at this point. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you works. could be talking about any any anybody you're ever going to work for, anybody who's who's got who's you know your boss or your support team. You got to call that fucker on the phone and talk to him. You got to put him in a corner. And make if you want to, if you want to know how bad some some networks have it, just go look at like their Twitter handles and go look at the tweets that gets tweeted at them. They get like a hundred tweets an hour of "Can you partner me? How can I do this? What's this? All these." Stupid questions that make absolutely no sense, and they get that daily through tweets. Imagine the emails and the messages and the skypes and all that stuff. It's just yeah, it's overwhelming. Uh, I'm trying to think. Did I just say anything I regret? I don't think so. I basically said networks don't grow you, don't expect it, and they put ads in the front of your video in exchange for a cut of your revenue share. That's what they do. Well, if you said anything you regret, you'll hear about it on Twitter. So. <laughs> Repeatedly, <laughs> but um, uh, at least yeah, at least you're not a racist. We're good. Uh, <laughs> uh, always gotta be those shots, huh? <laughs> like it's the segue. Yeah. Uh, you, you know the the whole Pope thing where we're talking about him looking like Emperor Palpatine earlier, right? I, somebody just texted me. They're like, "What are you guys talking about?" I said, "The Pope." You know, just ch- to kind of get the text message over with, and, and they're like. He resigned to join the dark side. You know that, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. Uh, What I was going to say earlier, I actually did. I got to think. I've kind of become addicted to Think Geek lately. And uh, Think Geek, that's the retail shop, right? Yes. Think Geek, if you want to advertise on Painkiller already, you let us know. We're we're like the same demo. I'm going to hit them up because they've got a couple of products that I, I want to advertise myself. They do really cool shit. Um, I got a uh, a 
Sith Lord robe, bathroom robe. I got that on the way. It's gonna. That's pretty tight. It was like a hundred bucks, but it's nice, very plush. And uh, I oh, Ooh. I got I got. All right, so I'm a big Game of Thrones. Um, not Game of Thrones. Um, yeah, Game of Thrones fan. And I got a uh, a, a a beanie that says um, Winter is coming. There's just, there's just lots of funny stuff like that on. We there. didn't do it. We didn't get it from ThinkGeek. But I have an Airzuka air gun, which they also sell. Yes. Do you know what that is? Are you talking about the compressed air that's like 200 miles an hour? It's um, picture like a bucket with a handle on the bottom, like a like a pistol handle. You pull okay. back this piece of plastic with an elastic on it, and it shoots a puff of air at people. Uh-huh. Oh, I see it. I see it. Oh, this is badass. Dude, I'm looking at it right now. You would be shocked how effective that puff of air is. If you hit it, hit somebody with it who's unsuspecting, they look at you for a moment like you just hit them with something. Like, <laughs> like what the fuck is wrong with you? I just, why'd you puff of air me? And I want to experiment. I've had this idea that I don't know as any smokers. I need like fog creation or something. I want to fill it with smoke or fog and see if it shoots a ball across the room. That would be cool. No, I don't think it would. The physics of that just doesn't add up. You think it's a different block of air that just pushes a different block of air all the way through? I, I, no, I, I, no, just 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 get uh get some uh, what, are, what are those cigarettes? Um, uh, the they're oh, not the the electric ones. Clove, no, the clove cigarettes. Get a clove cigarette. I don't even know what that is. It, it's a cigarette. Yeah. With Love to see Woody lighting up a clove in the middle of a video or start a video. <laughs> he just puts one in his mouth. Just you know, how outrageous would that be? Because you, you, I, I've been around Woody a lot. He's completely opposed to smoking. Period. But but what if Woody just lit up a joint right now? How shocked, <laughs> how shocked would we all be if he just lit? Even better, like what if he had a bowl? What if he's like smoking out of a bowl over there yeah. with like a mini, with like one of those mini torches, just burn it, and he's just like <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think I, think I would much rather see the actual deal go down. Him buying it from a yeah, dealer. yeah. Some That'd dude comes in. I've often <laughs> wondered that. I sometimes have these completely illogical concerns, like oh my god, what am I going to do in prison? As if I'm going to prison for some reason, right? But um, I thought to myself, like, when I get cancer, how am I going to get my pot? Like, I really don't have any sources. What do I do? I'd be like, you know that not-a-cop Twitter guy? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'd be like the not-a-cop Twitter guy on the UNC campus being like, dude, where do you buy your pot? I need some. And, and you know, they're like, dude, you so look like a cop right now. I'm not telling you where I buy pot. I, I was talking... I was talking to a friend the other day, and I'm actually going to tell you how to how to buy pot anywhere. All right, so this is not something that I've done. It's it's not at all. But my friend was telling me the other day that he was in. I'm not even going to say what city that that because that could possibly narrow it down. He was in a city that he normally doesn't go to, and he wanted pot. And it it wasn't just for him; it was for a bunch of people. So he needed a lot of pot. And so he got on Instagram and and searched pot in his locate in his general location. You know, for pictures of marijuana. And he started chatting them up, you know, because these are people who are posting pictures of their marijuana on Instagram. They're probably they probably got some for sale. Instantly, he had he had like a pound. Dude, like, like, so I, I I'm trying not to name any names here, but I was at a place with people, and those people wanted to score pot. So they looked around and they saw the guy with hair down past his shoulders and said. You look like you know how to score some pot. <laughs> and he was like, "Wait, am I there for this? Yeah, am I there for this." 
He's <laughs> like, dude, you saw that dude. All right, this dude was total old school hippie, like big fucking mustache, long hair. He looked like he was stoned at the time. You're like, and it's like, I don't want to offend you, dude, but he looked like the kind of man that knows where I could get some weed. And he's just like, you know it, bro. <laughs> You know it. <laughs> Best dude ever. Oh god. So I I, I left it at the place with the people, but you guys went and got more specific. <laughs> See, this is where this is the reason I go on trips. This is why. Oh, those trips are great. We're doing that trip again. That's gonna be a good trip. Oh really? Yes. Yes. I'll talk to you after we're done recording. All right, um, cool. Yeah, I don't have a place for packs. Oh, I got you. Do I you can't really? make it. Uh, I, I I can give you a name after like a hotel with uh with the spot? nice spots. Yeah, it's well, it's the same one we went to every year. That's why. That's why they still have a spot. Um, when I did, when I ordered, I, it was fine. Hmm. They, I mean, they've never been sold out every time I've called, and I've always called like you that know, place like has so many rooms. Yeah, they it's just have... like yeah, it's huge. Yeah, and it's um, it's not special either. But I don't care. All I need is a bed without bugs, and I'm happy. Like, we got we got a room. They have they actually have uh, a nice separate place for like like the 16th floor, like a special towers level. We're uh, we're up there. You should come to be nice. Okay, that sounds like a good time. I will. Uh, totally I will not. Yeah, I realize I said that. Now there's no. no see, I, you I realize my mind had zoned in on like. Just how like so you rented out the sixteenth floor of this hotel? No, no <laughs> Come on, no, you did. No, no, no. See they, they have a special they have a special floor. They have nice, an nicer rooms. Floor. It's just it's nicer rooms. It's got a private elevator that only people on on that floor can use. Right, it's to keep the express. roof rack away. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we're gonna be staying that weekend. It's gonna be epic. I don't wanna get talk to, to your people. room. I'm the riff raff. I don't even cause see I go to places but I don't like people, so I like to stay away and, and yeah, go to Yeah, places. I know exactly Dude. how you I know exactly. totally. When I went to um, Cod XP, they had VIP areas, and it made me real. Like, and when we do paintball and stuff, there's like a VIP area. Yes. I. I. It's I, nice to kind of get away from like yeah. putting on a performance and kind of relax for a when second. When I'm out and about and amongst like fans and stuff, I am totally friendly. I'm signing stuff. I'm posing pictures. I wrestled with a young boy at the last paintball event. I saw that. Kicked that kid's <laughs> ass. I kicked his ass. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> this was a little kid too. This kid was like ten. Dude, was no, like, he was like fourteen, and he was the star of his wrestling team. And he's like, "You want to roll?" And I had like forty pounds on him. I'm like. I Right. And um, my hand was broken at the time, but the it it went like twenty seconds or something. Like it was really short. But, I told um, you beforehand. I was like, "There's no way you can win this. Either way, you're boned. Why are you doing?" But this? yeah, yeah. Me and Tryer were talking about this. And I, I was like, we were going back and forth about the different possibilities, and I was like, "But wait, wait. What if the kid beats him? <laughs> what, if, what if what if this kid has like Spider Man strength and he's on Woody's back like a like a fucking monkey or, and or, just chokes him out in like thirty seconds? What if Woody accidentally break this little kid's arm? Oh, we knew that wasn't gonna happen. I, what I, happens Woody's, there? Woody's beaten me up many a time. He's not gonna break anything <laughs> he doesn't want to break. Pick <laughs> a shield to beat him down last time. Anyway, the year before, I, dude, I'm such a 
I don't even want to say that because there'll be a 10 hour clip. But the year before, um, I think it was the first paintball event, this guy wrote me on like a Mail Monday or something, and he's like, Woody, if I go to the paintball event, will you sign my tits? <laughs> and, and it was like a heavy young guy. And I was like, I'll do it. And I did it. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> I was there. I witnessed the yeah, signing it of that man's breasts. <laughs> uh, he was a really nice guy. I liked him. He I signed a a we put him in a video. Time. But what was Whoa. I going to say? Uh, paintball. I, I was going somewhere with the story. Was it? We were off wrestling the young thing. boys. Wrestling the trips being boys. awesome. Yeah. I mean, oh, oh, oh! The VIP section and stuff. Um, when I get out and about, I'm totally personal. I'm down to do anything. Sign fans, whatever, and stuff. But it, it. Sometimes I want to like hide for a second and take a breath. Like that. See, I'm the other way. I just want to wear a hoodie and have like. I just, I just don't want to talk to anybody. I just I just want to you know vanish either way. I just... Yeah, it's like I'm happy to do it and I'm thankful for being in the position to do it. But uh, I, it, I need a break. I need, just a, need break. a break. Yeah, like I, it's it's it, it's a little bit exhausting when you're surrounded by like you know ten ten or fifteen guys and they all kind of. They all, they want something from you. That's not a bad thing. It's not like they want money out of your pocket. They just want to hang out with you. They want to make a personal connection and you know have a conversation with you. And you can only do that for about four hours before your eyes start getting dry and you just want to be able to sit down and be able to say fuck that, out loud. It's know? almost like I'm an introvert pretending to be an extrovert. And yeah. Or or maybe I'm an extrovert, but I'm only an extrovert that can sprint. Like I'm not a marathon extrovert. So Remember that room in in at the paintball place in Chicago that that one little room that was like a safe haven for everyone. Mm-hmm. People would use it like as re, like a refugee. Like, like just close the door. Like. All right, calm down. Do you remember that guy who sat out there in oh, the blazing hot dude. sun? Can we talk about? Like, okay, should we talk about this? We can move along. If, if okay. Woody will be the judge, go for it. Talk about it. All right. So this dude <laughs> was sitting. All right. First of all, I'm going to estimate that the temperature that day was in the high 80s to low 90s. It, the humidity was very high. It was a it was it was a day where you could get a heat stroke easily. It's a okay? hot Chicago day if that means anything to you Americans. Very fucking hot. I'm from the south and this was I was like this feels like Georgia. This and is all, hot. And we're all playing paintball and, and we're all playing paintball. We're running around doing this physical activity. I'm where from Africa of, and it was still <laughs> fucking hot. <laughs> you know paintballs. People don't think of paintball as a sport and maybe it's not. But you're wearing a lot of gear. You're 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 wearing quite a bit of clothes. Long, long pants, pants, long shirt. It hurts to get hit with a paintball. See ten to wear full clothing so you could burn up and melt down pretty fast so we're all in there killing gatorade every time we come back we had this massive supply of gatorade that everyone took one sip out of and then put their (laughs) bottle on the floor it was like everybody wanted to crack open a fresh one and take a sip out of it be like no no not for me it reminded me i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna spin off a little bit here but you ever see uh the vacation the national lampoon's vacation movies where um cousin eddie would be like you want a beer clark and Clark's like, sure, Eddie. And he hands him his current beer and cracks himself <laughs> open a fresh one. Yeah. It's that. It's that shit. Everybody <laughs> wants a fresh one. I want Everybody wants YouTube. a fresh one. I deserve a new fucking drink. So <laughs> yeah, right. So, so there's this one particular fan, and I'm not hating on the guy. He was he was a very nice guy. He was an awesome guy a and a lot. super fan. But he was a super fan. Exactly right. So he had come up, and he had <laughs> done his meet and greet with us. And I, and I would kind of go out there, because I didn't... Because, all right, so there were some guys would come up, and they would only want to see Woody's Gamertag. They didn't care about anybody else. They're there for Woody's Gamertag. Some guys would come up, and they're, uh, I don't know, a white gassy boy or something, fan, yeah. a white boy fan or a paintball kitty fan. 
there were there were people who, get, who could not give a shit less about FPS Russia. They were there for Paintball Kitty. Mm-hmm. So it varied. So I'd go out and ask them, "Who are you here to see, buddy? I got this guy. I got that guy. I got Joe Lozon back there hiding somewhere. Who you want? I'll go get him." Mm-hmm. And, and, and this guy's like, and we would do that, by the way, like almost as a service to fans. Like, you know, oh, is Mr. I Try Hard in there hiding? I'll get him out for you. Like, which one do you want? I'll make it happen for you. <laughs> yeah, because we really appreciate when you guys come to the baseball yes. events. You know, you're coming out, you're spending your hard-earned money, hang out with us. We appreciate that. Some people are only there to see us. So Exactly. That, that's a responsibility that matters. Totally. So this guy, he was like, all of them. I'm a huge Merka Durka fan. I like Mr. I Try Hard. Paintball Kitty's back there. Will she do her Minecraft voice? Holy shit, Joe Lozon? Will he will he choke me? This kid loved us all. So so you know, everybody goes out there, they do their thing with him, they sign shit, they take pictures with no, him. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. One guy was miss somebody wasn't in there and he wanted to it might have been either... White Boy, I think, maybe. Yeah, and, and he's like, Okay, no problem. Pulls out a lawn chair, parks Dude. it right outside the door, and he's just like, I can wait. And, and, he, and, 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 and I thought he was kidding. So I went out and played paintball. I came back literally like an hour later, and I'm exhausted. I'm, I'm sitting there, and I, I felt like I was about to pass out, and I'm just killing Gatorades. I drank like two of them back-to-back, guzzled them down. And I look up, and I'm like, holy shit, that kid's about to fucking melt. Somebody yeah. get that cocksucker a Gatorade. Exactly. We started pumping him with fluids because we played like, I immediately like snatched up Gatorade and ran to this kid and and like all right, there's a difference between the way someone drinks when they're thirsty and the way someone drinks when they need fluids. Yeah. This kid didn't care if that was shit flavor flavored Gatorade. He downed that thing. Was he the same guy who had the duct tape grenade holster? I don't remember. I do know. Yes, I remember yes, the duct yes, tape. He was. Yeah, yes. he had he had grenade cardboard guy, holsters. It was so. If you don't know, paintball is filled with accessories, and they're very expensive, by the way. Like if you want a vest that holds extra, you know, ammo or grenades or something like that, that vest is probably like one hundred twenty-five dollars. Anyway, this guy had fashioned everything out of, that you could need out of duct tape. He had like <laughs> grenades hanging off him, extra like pods and everything. He would look at the accessories you could buy at the store and create them with rolls of duct tape. It was impressive. I was impressed. (laughs) I've told this story in my personal life many times. It was just like, it was just for pure fashion though. There was no way he was getting those grenades out of that holster. (laughs) There were freaking duct tape on the history. Wait, are you doubting Captain Duct Tape? That motherfucker will paint you. Those were those were eight dollar uh, grenades. He wanted to hang on to those. <laughs> we were just we were just throwing them like they were candy because somebody was handing them to us. Those things were like eight ten bucks a piece. Yeah, I think he played with us at one point. Uh, I'm sure he did. Have I, we I, ever talked about Doughboy too? Because that was a good story. Dude, Doughboy was the man, right? Doughboy was a shit. So there was this little. Ki- All right, so I'm gonna quickly go through this so it doesn't get too boring with paintball shit, but. No, I think this is good. Who's Doughboy again? Okay, so... Oh, my God. All right, so in Paintball, at at Living Legends, which is in Joliet, Illinois, if you... Just quickly, I know because there's going to be lots of comments asking, cpxsports.com, you'll get all the information there. We're going to Living Legends 6, if you want to go. So this kid... um, was a medic. We're all just players. We're running around oh, trying to I shoot the enemy team. Oh, I remember Doughboy! This guy was awesome! <laughs> there, yeah. are, there are a limited number of medics. The medic doesn't get a gun. 
he gets a sword. Dude, so, 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 so basically nobody wants to be the medic. That's nobody the but the most selfless people who, who are all about teamwork and like love the game. And usually it's an older guy who just loves the game and wants to hang out and participate in the camaraderie. This guy is like 10, 12. He's, first of all, he's wearing a shirt with the Pillsbury Doughboy on it. It says, poke me. <laughs> I I thought he was joke. I, I I was like, let's see if this little fucker has a sense of humor. Because when a twelve year old kid walks up to a group of twenty something year old guys and just starts blending in, it's a little odd. You're like you're kind of taken back. So I poke him. He immediately no no pause goes. Yep. And I'm like, <laughs> he was so awesome. And then we all did it. Woo-hoo! We all poked him. At first, at first we're there, we're thinking, all right, this is another. You know, he's he's a fan. He's gonna stick around. He's just gonna you know talk about us. You know, I don't think he even knew who we were. No, exactly. He was just like, hey, I'm a medic, and I'm here to play paintball. And we're like, oh, great. Now now we have a medic. This is a good thing. But this is like a 12-year-old kid. This is not going to go well. Oh, it it was so So in in paintball, just real quick, in in paintball, if you get shot, you have to, like, walk a mile and then walk a mile back. Or a medic can just say, you're healed. And they're, they're, that's why they're tremendously valuable. If there's like 12 of you and a medic syncs up, you're going to have 50 times more fun because you don't have to do all that hiking. And you're much more effective. You might think uh, – the thing about Living Legends is it's usually somewhere between five to 700 people on each team. It's a massive battle. So you're actually taking and losing ground. So there's there's times where you're like in a city, and it's a fight for a city. You feel like a Stalingrad or something. It, and, if, mm-hmm. and if you've got this kid with you – it's not just that you – it's not like regular paintball where you get, you're like, ah, oh, dang, I got shot. It's like you don't want to lose the fucking city because you just worked really hard to take that city. You just you just fought for a quarter of a mile. But you died the to take that city. You <laughs> died to take that city. <laughs> the thing with medics is whenever you need them, they're not around, right? But this this little 12-year-old doughboy was a freaking medic ninja. Like mm-hmm. every time he would die, he would uh, – except for that one time when Kyle stole him from the party and hid <laughs> in a – Perch. Oh, dude, with, I got this kid no we up in a tower. We got up in a tower with this kid, and I was like, I, I would stay. I was like, so how many times can you heal me? He's like an infinite number of times. <laughs> he cheated. He like he like he was supposed to write down every time he healed somebody and like take take. take I, don't, I don't know anything about this Canadian bullshit that's yeah, going on. Canadian bullshit rules. We, this is one of the reasons I love Doughboy, right? Because everyone like the, the medic is supposed to like touch you. He's supposed to wipe the paint smear off of you, and he's supposed to write the number down, right? <laughs> He'd be like 12 feet away. He'd be like, dude, you're cool. (laughs) All right, now I cannot relate to that. I saw Doughboy crawl under enemy fire. I'm talking about like crawling in the grass to get to me before. But I took him up into this tower with me. And this tower, if you stand up, covers you about your nipples if you're, say, six feet tall. And when I I was like, Doughboy, take a knee, bro. He gets he crouches down next to me and and he's helping me reload. I'm standing there. I'm standing there. I stand up and the enemy team like six of them see me and they all start lighting me up. And every time I see a paintball break on me, I cr- I, I don't even like take a knee. I crouch down. I'm like my left arm. He's like Good to go. I stand up and start wailing on him again. I'm just destroying people. I go through like a thousand paintballs, and I'm just like, well, I'm out of ammo, buddy. I got to go back and get some more. I'll be back, though. He's like, okay. <laughs> I must have took it, taken out like 12 guys because they, 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 they all thought I was cheating. And the ref comes over, and I'm like, that's because you were. I wasn't. No, no. I got dope no. boy. He At had the a end of the day, though, we played probably, what, like a four-hour paintball session with this kid, and at the end, he was 
the hero of the bunch. Everybody loved, loved, loved this kid. I've I, I've got a video of me with that kid on, on an old cell phone. I've still got it. Love it. I hope that kid's back this year. I'll totally recognize him. Doughboy, if you're out there, I don't know your real name. I'm sorry. You're the man. You <laughs> no, need to hit. You need to wanted, hit us up on Twitter. <laughs> he wanted to be called Doughboy. He said, it's fine. Just call me Doughboy. I'm like, all right. Yeah, I, I honestly don't know if we ever got his real name. But Doughboy, yeah. if you're out there listening, if anybody knows who Doughboy was, yeah. hit us up on social media. Hit us on Twitter, Facebook, or something. We want you with us again. Yeah, Doughboy. Crew medic. Best medic ever. Love them. Badass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> At 12. Been, At 12. Two and a half hours wrapping this up. We can do that. <laughs> no, Wings has got a lot more work to do. Yeah, Wings has some work to do. All right. Anyone have an outro they want to say? <clears throat> yes. Uh, my Tomb Raider review just went up. You should check it out. <laughs> a non self <laughs> My PayPal is... <laughs> <laughs> no, I would uh, like a $6,000 vacation, please. All right. Thank you, Mr. I Try Hard, for coming on. Um, yes. Wings, uh, good luck with your $6,000 vacation. <laughs>